It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk cheese. Recorded live. Hello, this is uh, Kyle's call, Kyle's Monday night call um, for support, activism, defense, um, and just kind of grab-bagging anything that targeted individuals want to talk about. Um, We are kind of waiting for people to come in. Northeast Indiana, if you want to talk, um, just press star 8. I kind of came in late uh, because right at 5 when I was about to log in, um, I tried to log into my computer, and I saw that um, AT&T had shut me out for an overdue bill, like, just at the moment I was about to start the call. Um, pretty pretty suspect, um, but I went ahead and paid it, and, uh, and here I am. Um, if you do want to talk, uh, just press star 8, but um, while we wait for people... You know, I, I I figured I would just go ahead and start the recording because I kind of have a hard time starting the recording once we get talking. Um, and I'll kind of just go through some general announcements, uh, you know, personal to uh, my own targeting and things going on in the, in the targeted individual community. Um, I did want to, um, because recently I just started going to Renata's call on Sundays, and it starts at 1 p.m. Central Time. Um, it's a really good call, especially for, for spiritual uh, target individuals. So I do want to give out that number. And I think it's from like 1 p.m. Central to uh, to about 4.30 p.m. Central, if people want to talk. Um, it's a very good call. I've been, I kind of, I got, I got to the last one, too. Um, she usually has really good topics to kind of pick people's spirits up. Um, we talked about kind of happy memories that we have because, you know, while we're being targeted, they kind of focus on negative things. They make us focus on the, the hell that they put us in. Uh, but her call number, um, it's on Sundays from like 1, uh, I think it's either 1, 1 p.m. or 2 p.m. Central uh, to to 4 or 5 p.m. Central. Um, I'll have to check on that, but the PIN number is 114-616-POUND. Uh, um, she has some really good calls, so I just wanted to let people know about that. Um, also, um, hey, Cobra, how are you doing, man? Um, also, I just wanted to kind of talk about, like, uh, I really, you know, Neil, you can you can listen to the recording of Neil's call last night. Um, you know, he recorded a lot about what, what uh, Lookout for Charlie's Regiment is. Now I'm about on week three, three and a half, or like three and a quarter. Um, it's really, really working well for me. Um, you know, the external hits are down, the V2K is down. With that and with Dave's CD, um, you know, I do use other things like Q-Wave Defenders um, and Altera Whole House Plugs. I do sleep uh, in an enclosure when things get really bad. 
but with those with those two things, I think if, if all target individuals can kind of start doing those things, we would have a good base of defense. Um, you know, the CD, of course, is free, and I think everybody needs to be listening to that when they go to sleep. They need to listen to it at least at night and then at their, in their free time during the day. Um, and, and Dave was also on Neil's call last night. But, and uh, you know, talking about the cleansing regiment, too, with the cleansing regiment, and the CD, um, you know, I'm I'm feeling, you know, it's still annoying. The the V2K murmuring is still annoying. They're still gang stalking. Um, they're trying to reintroduce the toxin into my environment. But I, I live in a condo, so it's not like my house where they had this small area to put this uh, kind of airborne pungent aroma that I think it, it carries this kind of fungal infection in it. Um, they don't have a is uh, small of an area to do it to me in, so it's not really holding. I just keep cleansing. Um, it's really helped me. I've got more energy. Um, you know, I was actually, you know, sometimes I don't look forward to the calls because I'm feeling so bad. Um, but tonight I'm kind of looking forward to the call. I'm ready to get back in the ring and uh, and fight this thing. Um, I do want to also, um, in Cobra, if you want to talk, press star eight. Uh, either of you guys, if y'all have anything y'all want to talk about, just anything, uh, please press star eight, and we'll, we'll change the topic. But as long as um, as long as we're waiting, I'm just kind of going through things, um, just on a personal level and in anything. Oh, and I see a Louisiana called in, called Watchdogs. No, I think I've heard of it. Right now, I'm playing um, I'm playing Dragon Age. I played the, uh, like I used to play the old one, like the first Dragon Age, um, and then I got the second one, which wasn't that great, and then the third one came out, and I hadn't played it for a long time, but it was like 20 bucks on PlayStation Network, and it is an awesome game. I played it through like three times, and then so I'm going back, and I'm playing the first one and the second one. What's uh, which, what's Watch Dogs like? like a first person first person shooter or is it more of like a role playing kind of helps me like um you know playing dragon age i played it on easy now i'd usually play it on normal because the fighting's kind of hard but i just play it on easy and do a lot of the quests and it kind of keeps my mind you know focused on something else um you know besides the targeting um yeah, I'm still, still kind of isolated, um, about to move to a new new condo within my own, like within this condominium, another condo, so I'm about to move into there. Um, I don't know how that's going to go because it's a different spot, but I'm hoping that'll be good. Has TIs in it? Do they, do you like, in the game, are you a person that actually attacks? target individuals or it's just somebody somebody who's being like uh surveilled and harassed does it actually have uh like microwave attacks you spy on targets that's not good oh watchdogs yeah that would that's uh that's awful oh you just spy on them yeah I think a lot of video games and movies are, um, you know, if not subconsciously or subliminally, uh, putting it in everybody's heads that surveillance is okay. Um, 
you know, there's a lot about there's a lot of shows. Like there's this one show called um, oh god, what is it, the Colony that I want to watch? No, no, uh, Shadow of Mordor is way better. Shadow of Mordor is awesome. I played that. Um, I played that because I was really bored. I played that through like three times too. Um, Dragon Age is more like um, it, the, the fighting isn't as good, um, but it's a lot of like quests and stuff like that. And uh, you know, you put armor on your guys. Um, kind of the stuff I like as a kid. Um, since I since I don't really have anything else to do, you know, I, I do that, and it kind of keeps my mind off of this. Hey, Northeast Indiana, how are you doing tonight? Good. Um, I, this is my first call, so, and I was okay. listening, but I can't, are you talking, you're talking to somebody, but I can't hear what they're saying. No, I'm just, we're waiting for people to get on the call. Um, oh, okay. now I'm, I'm from Northeast yeah. Indiana. Oh, oh I was, yeah, somebody in the chat. It, it's a uh, it's a guy talking in the chat, and he was uh, so so. I have my board up, and then I can see people. They're typing into a chat room. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, so he's typing in stuff, and then I'm, I was answering him on the chat board. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, he was just asking me. There's a there's a video game where you actually play it, and in the video game you spy on actual targeted individuals. Um, and I was just saying how, you know, in a lot of video games and movies, I mean, this is being discussed, um, either on a subliminal level or a, a conscious level. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I read comic books, and there was a comic book just recently about, uh, like, this special mutant who could tell the future. He could tell about how things were going to go. And then, um, you know, half of, half of the heroes wanted to, um, you know, go and change that, um, and then half of them wanted to, you know, let things happen as they would have happened. And it was a whole dialogue in the comic book about how, you know, if you can tell the future and you try and go change it, you make things worse. You you actually make that happen, uh, what you're trying to read. And I think a lot of, like, us as target individuals, you know, they're trying to say we're, we're crazy. They're trying to surveil us. And well, say here's we're- the thing that I want to say about that, because I've heard you say that before. I think, well, I'm not what I think. I know a lot of people that are saying that and doing that, they know exactly what's going on. They're trying to make you think that they don't know. Because, you know, like I'm here in Indiana, and that's their their game up here. Uh, Mm -hmm. Oh, you're crazy. But they know exactly, and a lot of them are the, um, the perpetrators. And yeah, they'll pretend yeah. like they don't know what you're talking about, and they know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not actually talking about the ones that actually carry out the microwaving and the remote neural monitoring. But when it's presented to some of the people who are compartmentalized and know less about the equipment, who know less about the technology, they're going to present it like that. They're going to present it like if they do get caught, they're going to be like, "Well, we had this surveillance and remote neural monitoring." but we were only remote neural monitoring people who we thought were going to do something dangerous or something like that. So I'm not talking about the ones who, you're right, the the people microwaving me and remote neural monitoring me, they know. They know I'm a good guy. I'm not going to do anything. They're trying to make something happen. But I'm talking okay, about yeah. the rest of the population. How it's going to be presented to them is that, oh, we have this equipment, and since it's all this expensive equipment, you know, people are going to believe that, hey, they're only monitoring people who, who need to. So they're going to lie to them. 
Um, but you think they're going to actually admit that they're doing that and just monitoring people? You think they're really going to admit that? No, I mean, I think if they get caught, they're going to try and spin it. Um, I think they're going to try and hold this down and not let people know about it until they until it has to end, until so many people know that they just can't can't keep it going. It's uh, it won't be viable anymore financially uh, or anything like that. People will know about it and it, they'll try and hold it down and keep doing it as long as they can, as long as oh, they can. Oh, for build. sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Unfortunately. Because there's just it's a it's a capture what what Catherine Doctor Catherine Horton I don't know if you ever watch any of her videos on YouTube she she calls it a captured system so we live in a very corrupt system um, mm-hmm. and it's a very compartmentalized system so you have a lot of people a lot of people doing a little bit of bad things and then you've got this the, the middle people who are microwaving us doing the really bad stuff to us but everybody has a different level of understanding and things become corrupt. And then people start protecting evil um, and start not helping good people. You know, so so single mothers who are being microwaved are thrown into mental institutions while, you know, rapists um, and people who would, you know, microwave and cook people are protected by the police. Um, Exactly. A lot of police protection here. And this whole neighborhood that I live in, um, everybody on the whole block, it is it's absolutely insane, and you know, just they've been just getting really crazy. And I just really needed to talk to somebody, so I thought I'd get on this call and you know hear what everybody else had to say. But um, it, it's insane. Well, yeah, is, is this um, uh, which is this Sheila? Yes. Yeah. Okay, you sent me an email. Okay. Um, and yeah. guys, anybody else who wants to join in the conversation, press star eight. Uh, I keep it on mute when you come in because so nobody off the board can perp calls. But yeah, Sheila, you're in the right place. Um, if you have any questions or you just want to talk about your situation, um, you know the the floor is open to you. Okay, now well, I just want to listen mostly tonight, but I just want to make that comment. So if I'm not going to talk anymore, do I need to um, do star eight again to to uh, unmute? You can- I mean to mute. You can press star six if you want to, or you can just, if you have a mute function on your phone. Um, oh, okay. You, okay. I can do that. Yeah, and just, just press star eight if you want to uh, chime in again. Okay. All right. Thanks. All right, Sheila. Yeah, just if you have any questions or anything you want to talk about, please press star eight. Hey, Louisiana. Okay, is anybody else on here by now? Yeah, uh, somebody from Louisiana. I'm, I'm from that's Louisiana. Oh, that's, me. <laughs> that's me. It's my first time calling in, too. Uh, I called in because I saw your videos on the CI, unfortunately. But uh, I started researching it because I've been going through it for a really long time. And Can you get a little closer to your phone? I'm having a, I'm having a real hard time hearing you. Oh, okay. I can't hear Is that better? Yeah, that's that's awesome right there. Okay. <laughs> All right. I was saying that um, I just started researching targeted individuals and gang stalking because nobody would believe me. And I only told my daughter, her husband, and my husband, and they all think I'm crazy. Uh-huh. So I was like, well, let me just see if there's anything going on out there on the Internet that's similar to what I'm going through. So I typed in poisoning people, and sure enough, gang stalking came up, and that's when I first found out about it. And it didn't have any helpful solutions. 
it was just story after story about these poor people who are being harassed on a continual basis. And I thought, it just made me very sad. And I thought, well, this isn't going to help me. This is going to make my situation worse because it's going to depress me. So right. I, I stayed away from the Internet for a while. And then the other day, uh, I think I have been microchipped. So I thought, well, I need to go in and find out if anybody has any solutions that might be helpful because the things that I've been doing have been working except for that. I can't get around that. Like, you know, I, uh, I don't put tinfoil in my baseball cap, but I put, um, like, uh, file folder material just to get, stop something from hitting my head uh-huh. because I find that the people who are using their cell phones to zap me, it's kind of like a liquid thing. And, uh, I can feel that it feels like it's liquid when it first hits me. But anyway, and at night when I go to bed, I leave the cap on just because it shields my eyes and uh, I shield my mouth and I put like three or four uh, shower caps so, on and that is extremely so You were saying people people with their cell phones, um, yeah. you, you think that they are hitting you with uh, electromagnetic frequencies? I don't know if it's electric. I'm sorry. Well, the thing with that is you um a lot of this is remote um there are ground weapons, but they you know fit on people's shoulders uh so they mm-hmm. can hit you from a from a house near you, mm-hmm. but a lot of it's remote, and what these guys who attack remotely like to do is if you think that somebody's hitting you with a cell phone, somebody points a cell phone towards you and then they'll hit you remotely to kind of make you think that. Um, oh, I think it's really cell phone. I'm sorry. I think it's really cell phone. No, I'm positive. It's, no, it's just 100% not. A, a cell phone cannot uh, cannot project energy um, in a targeted no. way like that. It's just it's, no, I, I, it, it just is not is not. Can it, can it spit out a little pellet or something? Or I mean, mm-hmm. is it? Like it can maybe. It can maybe. They can maybe get a better track on you or trace, like uh, a GPS signal, so that the people yeah. hitting you remotely could could target you better. Um, okay, well, I have a question right here then. Yeah. Then how, why is it that when you feel it, it's coming from that exact direction where they're pointing the cell phone? It's not coming from some other direction. It's not coming... You, you see what I'm saying? If it was coming from someplace else, like you're you're saying, why is it? The, the answer is because they want you to think it's coming from it's the cell phone. Your right. beliefs are. Thing, right? if, if your beliefs are. I'm not convinced. <laughs> I'm listening. Yeah. I mean, I'm just telling you 100%. Uh, this energy can't be projected. The, the energy to hurt us, like cell phone does emit an electromagnetic uh, frequency um, that does cause cancer, but the weapons are not set up where they can be emitted, like, to a target and burn your skin or burn or, or like, microwave you from a cell phone. It is just 100 It's not a microwave. It's not a microwave. Uh, and then sometimes it's, it's the, the, the smell... Like when I'm in church, people will sit behind me with their with their cell phone pointed at me, and it's like this: it's either it makes your eyes water, or it's sometimes it's a, a smell. I don't know how else they could generate it. Well, that would be you know uh, from from my seven years of knowing I'm I'm being targeted. 
Um, you know, when when I, I have a neighbor upstairs, let, let me give you this kind of example. I have a neighbor upstairs who he's not hitting me with weapons. Um, he he does some harassing stuff or whatever up there. So I'll hear him kind of walking around up to my left. I'll hear him walking around up to the left while I'm playing video games. That high-pitched sound will increase from the left almost exactly as if it's coming from him because they're surveilling you. They're also remote neural monitoring you, so they can see kind of what you're thinking. Oh, I think it, it looks like it's coming from a cell phone, so they can get a readout of generally what you're thinking. Um, and that's just an electric, electrical signal from your head. Now they can send electrical signals to and from your brain. Um, so, so they're getting from you, they're getting, oh, man, the cell phones look like they're pointed at me. So they want to enforce that belief um, because they, they want you to go up to these people with the cell phones and be like, are you hitting me? Or, they want to cause right. problems. But a lot exactly. of the, the time. I've learned my lesson from that. I don't say anything anymore. I don't even say anything anymore. Well, it's, it's, well, there there are. Well, I just want to tell you, ladies. Like, I mean, there are ground weapons. Like, some people do get shot from cars. Um, some people yeah. do get shot line of sight from other houses. It does happen. So, yeah. so you're not that far off. It's not like you're it, this this technology. We're not on the right side of it. Um, you know, to be like, oh, you know, what's definitely what definitely is and what isn't. But the but the right. cell phone thing is, we just. They do not have, they're not powerful enough to emit a line of sight, uh, you know, uh, electromagnetic frequencies from them. And then and these people try, they, they have so many delivery mechanism, mechanisms that are remote, you know, mm-hmm. because we have toxins within us that they can target. Uh, some people are implanted. Uh, they can, they can, uh, you know, GPS, basically uh, uh, a, a relevant biofeedback loop from your brain. Um, so, so they can, they have a lot of ways that they can hit you remotely. Um, but since we're on the other side of the equipment, you know, and, and I've done this too, you know, when I first started getting targeted and I didn't know what it is, I, I didn't think it could be remote any of the time. Um, right. you know, I thought neighbors hit me from above all the time for years, um, mm-hmm. you know, cause we're just not on the right side of it to know, but, but from talking to target individuals and, moving so many times and, and being in a car and being hit, being in a plane and then hitting me on a chest, being in a road in the middle of, you know, West Virginia with nobody around and then shooting B2K and things at my head. I mean, they're, this, this is remote delivery mechanisms. They wouldn't need to, to hit you with cell phones or anything like that. I've never yeah. had, I've never that, been that hit when sense. nobody was around, but the neighbors are for sure. I mean, they're, I don't, they're, I know they're not using cell phones because I can hear them pounding and whatever they're doing over there setting up equipment. But I'm, I mean, like when I'm out at the store, well, I, you know, I'll take your word for it, but I, I'm just not still convinced that, you know, that they you know, can't do it with the cell phone. <laughs> well, no, that's that, no, that makes I mean, perfect sense to me because, that, I mean, because like you it, said, it's a mind game. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's all psyops. It's all psyops, and they have so many delivery mechanisms to hit you remotely with. And I'd like to ask you, like I've had situations where my neighbors did have ground weapons, and then I've had situations where my neighbors are not shooting anything at me, but it sounds like they're moving stuff around and hitting me directly from their condos. So these people can make you hear stuff through V2K. And, and think it's your neighbor. So be very, very careful with that. 
No, I am sure. No, no, no. I'm not trying to not convince you of that. It could very well be uh, your neighbor. It is. Okay, but I'm just saying um, here. Can I just be careful real quick? Because this messes yeah. with our. These weapons do mess with our senses. Um, right. So just can I very, can I just say careful. something real quick? Because I have to get off. Um, yeah, sure. I just wanted to thank you for your videos because your bravery is what really helping me right now and I'm going to continue to watch your videos and I'd like to call in on Wednesday but my husband's home and he doesn't believe me and I really don't want him to walk in and catch me talking so thank you again and for everything that you've done okay well come to the Wednesday night call and um, I will. and with any any questions or you can tell your story um you know we're just going to try and be here every Monday and Wednesday I'm going to try okay, and be here so and there are other calls too all right thank you okay, too thank you bye bye Do you think that everybody that gets on the call is really a um a, a TI? I um at this point being 7 years into this that I know of and I was attacked before that, we have to do this. We have to we have to stop this program. We have to move forward. Um Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, I some cuz sometimes I'm watching people on your on your video, you know, like I watch your video, I believe you, and there's a couple other people. Some people I I just I I think they're just BS and I don't think I just don't think this is a it's a very easy situation to BS about and you know, whenever there are kind of like tyrannical governments or things like this like communism, like group group uh deceit and murder, um, there are always people, you know, um, co-intel pro. I mean, there, there, there is that. It does exist. Um, for me, I, you know, I have the same worries that you do. I'm like, you know, is everybody in the TI community, are they on the up and up? And the answer is they, they can't be because they're, you know, infiltration and deceit is part of this. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, so, so I, I question it just as much as you, but, but at a certain point, we have to just say, you know, like a, a lady contacted me by email today, and she was telling me her story, and it was it sounded very painful. And what I have to say is I can't be like, is this lady for real? Um, I have to just say, this is what I think can help you. Let me send you a CD out. Um, and I just I have to act as if everybody is a yeah, TI. Yeah. You can't yeah. take a chance because real TIs are in so much pain. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah. I totally understand, you know, what you're saying. That's, it's part of it. It's going to be part of it in any kind of system that has so much deceit. Um, they're going to get people in our groups to, uh, you know, act like one of us and then give a whole bunch of information that, that will maybe steer us wrong or try and disrupt phone calls. Um, it's hard to tell, though, because, you know, there are real TIs that come on the calls and, because that you know, person who just was on, has she been on before? No, but but you got to figure this though. Um, I you just know, wasn't. I wasn't. I, I wasn't believing that one. I'm sorry, because I just I don't know. And and it was me. I, I you know it does make you kind of paranoid. Cause I wonder, well, are they just on to like record my phone call? You know, that's why I was just going to listen. I wasn't going to say anything tonight, but I couldn't help myself. You I wonder now, very. Re- Recording what I'm saying. I'm re- I'm actually recording this on TalkShoe. 
Like, so I'm actually recording it so you can go back and other TIs can go back. So if we talk about any kind of defenses or uh, coping mechanisms that are really good or, you know, I'm doing this cleansing regimen so they can come to the call and get this information. So the information is going to be out there, you know. So um, what I, you know, what I'd suggest to you, because I do it myself, is, you know, you just, you say, you know, could, you know, probably a TI. I didn't get anything from that. You see, because I've what I've done, I've been, you know, being attacked for so long, that's just a, a, a she was a TI who, um, you know, I'll see on the next call. And I try not to think about uh, about it too much because, you know, if you think, oh, well, that person, they inflected that there, you get into that, we've got bigger things to deal with. You know, we've got electromagnetic weapons hurting us. Um, so, so you you know, just what I would advise is letting some of the stuff like that slide off your back, because um, we've got we've got to push forward, you know, because this stuff is is killing people, you know. But I understand what you're saying, and I mean this this program is set up, and they will actually put people in our path sometimes um, to actually call, you know create an artificial paranoia in us. Um, you know, they'll put people in your life to do that. So, so it's not unwarranted and it's not paranoia. You know, it's a natural thing that you feel um, because this is so much deceit that it's like, who, who do we trust? Um, yep. You kind of just gotta, you gotta make your own decisions. Trust your gut, you know, uh, and, and push forward. Do, do the best you can to save lives and save other people and defend yourself. You know, what I find is, is really good. You know, when you're dealing with defenses and who to believe about what, you know, if you got somebody who's like, hey, I've got this idea to to help you, and, it, you know, it's free, and I really care about the CI community, and they're not trying to make a bunch of money, probably, you know, try, you know, try what they're talking about or listen to them. And if you got somebody who just sounds like they're selling something and they're making a whole lot of money and stuff like that, and they're not really you know, it, it doesn't seem on the up and up and it doesn't really add up, uh, question those people, you know. And guys, if anybody wants to join the conversation, please press star eight. Uh, we're kind of just talking about everything. Um, you know, um, lots of people from Massachusetts. Hi, Kyle, this is Anne from Massachusetts. Hey. Hi, I wanted to say that I really enjoy your prayers at the beginning of your videos. Um, they're quite inspiring. I also wanted to say that um, for the last 14 months, I've been an, um, aware that I'm a TI. Well, not actually for five, for six months, but the harassment, the full-on overt harassment has been about 14 months now. And um, the first time I heard Brian, uh, too, was last week. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's got, a, he's got a lot of good information. Yeah, so now, you know, I want to say to the other woman that was talking, like, this is a massive learning curve you're going to be on if you're new to this. This is like Kyle's been in seven years. Some people have been at 20. And thank God for those people who I met on this call that have been so experienced because the learning curve is just insane. So now that after I've listened to Brian too, I I cannot believe that my life has come down to some 
group of people that like taking my mind away from me, taking my soul away from me. You know, he talks about the hive mind group and how you're going to interact with maybe the clone or you're going to maybe um, interact with the firewall person. There's like five people that handle you. And um, and he says, you know, once in a while you're going to like bump into these people. And I now that he said that, I remember bumping into one of them. She even said she was a psychologist. But I am, I, you know, you wake up in the morning and you realize like, there are people hiving my mind, hiving my brain. Like, they're in my head. They know what I think. They watch me all the time. It's the sickest thing I could have ever imagined happening to me. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're we're not ready for this. I mean, nobody's prepared for something like this in their life. Um, the human perfectly body. put. Like, yeah, no one is prepared for something like this. Mm-hmm. But I would I would um, caution you to, I mean, they're not taking our minds and our souls. He, he says we are fighting for our souls. It's true, but, you know, I like to think of, you know, they're attacking us. They're covering things up with uh, with electrical signals, with an electromagnetic signal. They're not, they're not really taking anything of you away from you. You know, you can always defend and heal um you know, and they can mess with our memories and cover things up and, you know, play with our emotions, but you are still you, um, you know, and, and I would maybe caution about the high mind teams. They're not always teams of, like, um, psychologists and stuff like that. These people are probably more versed in um, psyops, so so it's maybe, maybe ex-military or private who know how to psych people out but don't know much about the brain. Um, you know, in some situations it could be, but, you know, we're just not on the other side of that equipment. You know, even though Brian, too, has great information, um, great guy who wants to help people, none of us know everything. Um, so so be careful about, you know, what you take in um, because, you know, he, he says, you know, he has a few ways that he thinks you can defeat this technology you know, and, and other people, you know, think they know more ways and more ways that work for them. Um, so, so you know, none of us should put our, our eggs in the basket, um, you know, and think that everybody has all the answers. All of us together do have all the answers, though. Um, and he has a lot of great information. He has a lot of really, really good information. Um, I just, I'm not sure if every case of this has people who are, um, you know, very, very, I don't even know if he says that. You know, he does talk about high mind teams that are made up of psychologists and psychiatrists and stuff like that. But I don't think a lot of these teams, um, you know, have people that know so much about the brain. They just know about how to, to, to psych people out, you know. Like maybe military backgrounds and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean you're right. He has he has a lot of great information. Um, you know, he's a great Christian too. Um, yeah, that too. And and you know, I like the positive spin on it. it we don't have much. Um, you know, wears you down every day. Really. Um, you know, I appreciate your positive. A lot of people are positive that run these calls, and I appreciate that. But I think. Um, you know, there's just a lot of negative too. It's just a daily battle. I don't know how you guys have done it for so long. I really don't. 
the only way that I've done it is to find defenses. Like, if I didn't have Dave's CD, um, you know, this morning I woke up and I didn't listen to it last night. And I've been doing the cleansing, which is helping. And then I listen to the CD when I can, especially when I sleep, because it really does. Um, it breaks that entrainment, that connection they're trying to make with your brain so that they can mess with your visual cortex, your inner voice, and, and stuff like that. Um, and so I have things that I can run to when I'm doing really bad, and then they give me relief. Um, if I didn't, like, have these people coming up with these defensive ideas, you know, and Brian, too, says, you know, listen to pleasing music, you know, if, if you're ever really feeling bad, and that can change your frequency, too. Um, without these defenses and, like, helpful people, like, I, I don't think I would have survived. I don't, I don't know if I'd be able to even do these calls. So, I mean, we have to um, we have to find things that work, and they're out there, you know. And it's interesting that the woman that had to get off because, of her, you know, her husband doesn't believe her, she she sounded brand new. And then um, that other woman sounds new. I'm relatively new. I mean, I was stalked for five years, but I that was it. I thought it was one person. But, you know, then the shit hit the fan 14 months ago, and it all, like, went full-blown, the whole bit, and caboodle. But, you know, it's interesting that you're bringing on with your videos new people and it's so helpful to them and it's so interesting to see that there are new people. I mean, it's not in a good way, but... Well, that's, I mean, cause, but that's what you have to know is that there are people out there who they don't, like, I mean, when I, I was targeted for what? Like, I mean, two years that I knew of and then many, many years before that that I didn't know I was being targeted before I even looked up, um, like, high-pitched noise. And then I found Timothy Trespass's videos. And then I kind of started learning that I was in a program. Yeah, and that was about five years ago that I learned I was in a program. So it's like there are people who never get to that point. You know, they think they're being they, – they know they're being attacked by something. They know something's wrong, but they don't ever get to the information. Um, so, so like, it's crucial for us to, like, you know, especially on my videos, to tell people about these calls. We need to, we need to all get together and get our ideas together because we can, we can fit all of our little puzzle pieces together, um, you know, and, and, and really put it together and know what's, what's happening. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're right. It's like, there, this, I met some guy at the gas station one day who I started talking about this, we were, because the, the shooting had just happened here. You know, with Cosmo, um, he was the the, the TI shooter in, in Baton Rouge, and it had just happened. Gavin Gavin Long, um, and we were talking about that, and I just started. I don't know for some reason I started telling him about this, and he was like, you "Now I go to this house. I go to my house that I'm staying in now, and I hear you know uh, you know voices. I always thought it was just some kind of radio signal I was picking up. He was a target individual, and he just." kind of went along with his life, and when he'd go to that house, he'd kind of feel pain and headaches and hear voices. When he got out, it was a little bit better, but he really wasn't even trying to solve the problem. Like, he was just kind of going along with his life. Um, you know, so there are a lot of people out there who are in so much pain, and, and they don't really, you know, uh, know where to go look it up. They don't, they don't know where to go to for help. Some of them don't even know they're being attacked. They think that maybe they are mentally ill. You know, um, so the the more, but but now you've got target individuals who you know they know within the when the first month they get they get targeted they know what's happening, 
took me so long. You know, it took me so long. The high-pitched sound had to start on me to know I was being attacked. And then it took two years to realize that it was part of a program. It wasn't just some people who had thought this up or gotten some equipment and were just doing it to me, you know. But that's a good sign. It's a good sign that now target individuals are finding out. It's, it sucks that there's more and more every day. Um, it's it's a good thing and a bad thing. Bad because more people are getting hurt. Good because that means the program is about to come to an end. If they're just picking all these people and the bubble's about to burst, there's no way the center can hold on it. Um, but it's 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 good news that now target individuals they find out quick and they're getting to these the, these conference calls or or YouTube and finding the information faster. It's an exponential push forward. I mean, so it's happening. I mean, it's happening right in front of our eyes. And we just got to make some some really big pushes, um, and we can do this, you know? Amen. Yeah, definitely amen. Um, I, I do want to let everybody know um, to press star 8 if you want to get in the conversation. We're kind of just talking about general stuff. Um, and Ann, you can have the floor if you if you had something specific you wanted to talk about. Uh, I wanted to know that when if you when you first got targeted, when you didn't know it was happening, did you have the break-ins too? Yeah, yeah. Um, in in not when I first. Yeah, yeah. Actually, when when I when I started getting targeted with the high pitch sound, I didn't know they were breaking in, but my TV would be turned on. Like, uh, I would turn off the TV when I leave, and, like, they'd turn the TV back on and stuff like that. So they were doing it, but I wasn't, I didn't know that they were doing stuff like that. So I was just like, oh, well, uh, maybe I left the TV on like that. Then when I moved into the house where it really got bad, I knew they were breaking into the house. They were breaking into the house. They were food, and they were moving stuff around. They would pull, like, I had these Altera whole house clubs. And they would pull them kind of halfway out, you know, to, to mess with me. Um, now I'm in a place, I'm in a condo with a huge camera. It's like a um, circular camera that has it uh, basically, um, you know, can see every door. So they don't, they can't break in as much here. They do. I think the maintenance guy sometimes comes in, but yeah, that's that's kind of been a, a theme the whole time as they as they break in on me. I, I bring. Like, I'm doing a cleansing regimen now. Every time I leave, I take any kind of supplements or any, any open food or something like that, and I don't get a lot of open food. But I'll get my supplements, I'll put them in a book bag, and I take them with me every time, you know, just in case. I have to take my supplements, too. They have, I just had a rash of two weeks of solid break-ins, and they got into my security camera, so that's got to be dealt with, and... Now I got to go back to square one and see how I can keep whatever I do have from them taking it. Yeah, like I mean, because they they put something in my food not too long ago. Yeah. Like cleansing regiment was working great, I felt great, and then I came in one night and I take kratom, like a bottle that I kind of use for the kratom. Uh, a little bit will be left in it, and I'll put orange juice and kratom in it, and so they knew I was gonna that and I didn't even think about it and I drank it and it tasted weird and then they started hitting me really hard like in my throat and in my digestive tract so it was it wasn't like a poison like um anything to really hurt me uh 
independently, it was some some kind of toxins that they were then targeting with the electromagnetic frequencies. Um, so they just did that recently, and I'm pretty sure that and you know I've got I kind of want to go check with with the manager, you know, because they have footage. Of, I don't know how often she checks it, but I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure on some of the footage I have like the maintenance guy in like late one night or something like that. You know, they'd be able to. He'd be able to say, "Oh, I was just checking this or that," but yeah, I'm I'm pretty. Sure. Well, it's an everyday. It's an everyday, everyday, everyday. But yeah, thank goodness for the calls. I don't know what I would do if I didn't have other people who are going through this. It's really important to hear from everybody and just. Uh, be able to listen to everybody and everyone's pretty supportive so it's just really a godsend and I want to thank everybody thank you too and just thank you for getting through it and thank you for coming to these calls thank you for speaking out you know we need people like you to get on these calls and speak out you know and just to, you know tell tell about what they're going through the more of us that they kind of get together and talk about what's happening the, the better picture we can make of what's happening the better defenses to come up with. I mean, like I, you know, before I started the cleansing regimen, they, I, I don't know, I, I had a hard time doing these calls or thinking, and you know, from Dave CD and that, and I do use other stuff too, though. Um, you know, it's annoying and it's a constant battle with the V2K and stuff like that. But I'm not like tormented, you know, like torn apart with with severe torture all the time. So I can tell people straight up, um, you know, this is just from me, you know, getting on these calls and talking to people like Dave and getting on YouTube and seeing Look Out for Charlie's Cleansing Regimen, people coming together with this information, and that's an exponential increase. Um, you know, and, and that's kind of the way you have to do it. I know a lot of people are waiting for the thing that stops it. Um and that's something that I want to tell people that may not be here for a while. The way to do this is to add things that really give you relief, that help out, and keep adding them and keep trying things. And then you can get a pretty good defensive little arsenal going and lead a comfortable life. You know, still have to struggle with it, yes, but uh, be in a better position to, to join these class action suits that are coming up you know, um, get involved in the calls uh, and, and activism that's going on. Um, so, I mean, I mean, we're getting there. But I would just, I would tell people, you know, um, right now I wouldn't wait on that thing that's coming along that will, will stop it. Like, and I'm talking about a defensive, a defensive shield. Um, you know, get your little defensive arsenal and keep adding to it. You know, electronic defenses, cleansing regiments, uh, you know, Dave's counter-frequency CD, I think every TI needs to have that. Um, in case you're hurting really bad, go to that, start listening to it. Do you, do you have one of those? Do you have Dave's CD? I don't have a CD. My V2K was really, really light. Probably what you're, you know, what you've improved to the light of it for years. And then um, lately, it's been loud when I sleep. They come in when I sleep. Um, but I'm lucky in that way. Uh-huh. But I'm going to buy Dave's plugs. I want to buy his plugs. 
Yeah, he actually sent, um, like, one plug, and he's going to, I think I'm going to have to make him help. I'm going to have to help him make them. I'm not too good with it. It's like transducers and then hooking them up in this plug. So I'm going to have to learn how to help him send them out. Um, I got to I gotta try the one he sent me. Because um, I use the Altera whole house plugs, which uh, kind of runs on a different theory. And then his plug is supposed to, you, you plug it into the wall, and it, it uh, helps to alleviate high-pitched sounds coming in. Um, is, it, so, is Dave doing that? I didn't know that. Sorry. <laughs> Hi, Kyle. Uh, hey. Hi. Is this fine? Oh. Hey. Go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. I was just questioning because I've heard Dave on, but I come in, in and out, you know. So he's got, what is the, he's selling the plug or he's just now doing it or how how's that going? Yeah, he's just starting it up. Um, he more, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make them because I'm not, I'm not too good at electrical engineering or, or hooking stuff up. But he sent me a sample plug, and it's a pretty simple idea. It's pretty simple to make them. Um, and I think he's going to be selling them for like maybe $25 a piece. Um, I'm going to try it and, and let you all know. But from how his CD works, I mean, his CD is maybe the best defense I have, you know. Um, it, it knocks them off. I mean, it's not like they have a stream of energy that's, that's remote neural manipulation and, um, you know, basically uh, able to, you know, tar help targeting and stuff like that. And it knocks that out. I mean, my, my attackers hate it when I put that thing on. It messes up all their stuff. Um, so I have to say, you know, he's coming out with bug idea. He's, he's probably, you know, he knows what he's doing, you know. Yeah, he does. I, I yeah. like the CD, too. The trouble I have is uh, not letting them keep turning it off. They don't like uh -huh. it. They don't, don't like it, and that speaks well for Yeah, yeah that's got, I, I need to get that CD because God only knows what's coming down the pike for me. I'm, I mean, 14 months into this, they could have everything in store for me. You, you, if you get it early, it'd be a good idea to get it early um, because they kind of have to build up on you. You know, they're trying to build a radio receiver connection. Um, so so whether they're doing that through an implant, through, um, you know, a, a biofrequency in your brain. And I forgot what, what Dave called it, but he called it a relevant biofeedback loop, or they're doing it through the toxins mixed with heavy metals in our body. They have to build it up. They have to build up the surveillance and then the targeting. So it takes them a while. Like, you know, my targeting way back when, if I had this CD, probably could have knocked it, knocked their systems out or whatever, and they probably wouldn't, they would have just stopped. So it would be a good idea to try it since you're, only, you know, not only a couple months into it, but um, at least you're not years into it yet. Try it now. You know, they may not, you, you may be able to knock them off. Amen. Yeah. yeah. You can email me. I'm sending, I'm sending them out. So many people are asking about, um, you know, getting it online. I, I don't think it would hurt. I'm going to talk to Dave and see if I can just make a YouTube video with it on. Uh, maybe just repeat it for, for like 10 hours or something like that. Um, I'm, going to, I'm going to see it. I'm having a hard time doing anything with my computer, but I'm going to talk to him because so many people are asking about it. And I have to send, so like I sent CDs to Denmark. I sent CDs to France. I sent CDs to... Um, Puerto Rico. I've sent CDs to so many foreign countries. Um, Poland, you know. Um, 
but but I mean it it's spreading around and it definitely definitely works. I mean it's like not all like my V2K when I when I play the CD increases, but it like knocks like when I'm not listening to it it buffers down the V2K. So they're using that the sound induction of the CD to make it appear as if they're the V2K is increasing, you know. But everything else like um I have to tell you all the other day they were like giving me a heart attack. Like I guess it felt like somebody was squeezing my heart, and this will this will often happen after I, you know, if I don't use a CD for a long time, like maybe two days or something like that, I'll hear the high pitch sound a lot. It's like they're working on, they're working on getting that connection, um, and then they'll start doing stuff to my heart where my heart hurts, and I'll go put that CD on, put it on, put the headphones on, you know, 15 to 30 minutes, sometimes 10 minutes, uh, that'll go away. Because they're remote neural manipulating your autonomic nervous system, messing with your heart, you know, messing with your bowel movements and your bathroom stuff. Um, you know, they can mess with a lot of stuff, your signals, just to your brain. And that CD helps it so much. I mean, it just does. Can I, can I bring up something you were talking about when I first came on? I was listening, and you were talking about, um, you know, that you can start thinking that everything's going bad and it's it's the... Uh, whole world and it's crashing in and all that. <laughs> but I, I, I saw something today and it reminded me of, uh, and especially if you listen to Brian, he makes you he he makes you think that everything's hopeless. You know, even though he's supposed to be a Christian, he seems to bring down that other side. You know, that can happen to people. Now, when I first got targeted, I know and I still know for a fact that there are people in our local law enforcement who are just an element in there. But I also know, on the other hand, personally, some absolutely wonderful heroes who are in the sheriff's and the police department. So I've seen them happen. I've seen them do their work, and they do it in the ideal kind of person that you had in mind for that kind of job. Uh, the next thing is that um, I don't believe that everybody in the government, CIA or otherwise, is involved in this, or wants this, or you know would uh, would be part of this, and I I do believe that it's an element there too. This is criminal activity, and these people have gotten hold of it. Um, okay, third thing, when I was first targeted, and this in the uh, electronically, um, at first it was a kid who just wanted to be a stalker next door, and he kept doing things, and he said he could put me on the list. I took him to court. He got thrown out. Okay. So um, when I moved away from there, it, it started in electronically. And I thought, oh, this kid's moved into this town, which was 20 miles away. Well, I decided I was going to drive to Texas, and I got down. The uh, second place I stopped was Rosewood, uh, Roseburg, Oregon. I was famous because one of the terrorists hit, you know, last year there. But uh, I stopped at this motel. I was about the only car in the whole place, and the only other one was retired Navy. Said retired Navy, and uh, in the middle of the night, it started again. I thought this stuff's getting bigger. So I was one of those lucky people who found out that it was a whole lot bigger than somebody next door or down the street from you. That if this was much larger because it kept following me, I finally went back home, not wanting to take it to my family in Texas. But I saw something today that kind of showed me that, and neither is the military all involved. We tend to, you know, make things into this big picture 
and think the whole military is bad. But this morning I saw a really neat, um, it was on YouTube. You all may have already seen it. But it's a picture of a guy in a helicopter, reminded me of the helicopters I used to fly in with Red Cross. And uh, this guy went down on the, uh, you know, on the, uh, to rescue a fella, an old guy who's just barely got his head above water. I guess it's in California because it was flooding and that river's going by. And he rescued this fella and just showed him how he did it. I thought, oh my goodness, neither one of them made me think it this way. But it's just beautiful when you do see these people doing what they are trained and what they're supposed to do, you know, from the heart kind of thing. So, oh, yeah. So- yeah, I mean, there are tons, like, first responders and police, there are so many great ones. The majority, the majority of the world is good. Um, the, the the problem with this program is they've learned how to hijack even those good guys into thinking you're a bad guy, and, you know, so they've confused everybody. And then they've got, a, you know, maybe 4% of the world who, who are sociopaths who would do this microwave stuff, right? But it's just yeah. a very small percentage, very small percentage. I think yeah. there's a trap that, a real trap that TIs get into. And I like getting on these calls because, like, your information, Dave's information, I've picked up really good information over the over the years. I've been on, these, I've been on the calls for a long time. But also you get, um, you get some fellowship with people who understand and know the truth, that there, there is something like this going on. Right now, it's secret, and uh, we're, it's not above board. When it gets above board, that's when it will stop. But uh, the most important thing, I think, for TIs to do is to get out in the world and not always stay on these calls because I I found this out for sure because I, I've been snowed in periodically but almost, almost completely for about three months here. I could only go to town maybe once or twice, uh, once maybe every two weeks, week and a half, and grab something real quick and then come home. So I didn't get the fellowship that I usually have with people in town who really don't know this is going on. Good people who are still living that life that we're supposed to be living, you know, without things happening. So I think that interaction with people who are not under this program is important just as much as it is to stay in, uh, you know, contact with people on the call. You can know... I, I've never met anybody who was a really bad person on these calls, so that's good. But um, in town, just at the grocery store, you know, the drug store, so talking to people just about uh, life in general. And that's important. Anyway, I was going to say that. I think you're it's very important. It's very important. Um, it, their technology is based on their ability to measure all variables. And any variables which are injected into your life uh, it doesn't matter that you respond to you know any chaotic or random occurrence that occurs in the normal affairs of a, a daily affairs of a normal person's life. You must respond continually to their specific situational and conversational scenarios, to their specific stimuli. You must respond to their street theater. If you don't, then then the verification process breaks apart and mind control fails. Very important what she what she just said. When you're constantly engaging other people in conversations randomly now that's 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 the point it has to be random okay um then there's no way for them to measure that it injects variables that they can't measure and it interferes that's that's why it's so important for them to isolate you 
so that, you know, no external activities which you engage in, like conversations with other people who aren't plugged into the paradigm against you, such as organized stalkers, etc., so that those conversations and situations that you're engaging in don't interfere with their neural programming. Very important. Yeah, I think so. I think, Brian, you're right. Um, you know, because I have a lot of interactions that um, they're just at random where I'll start talking to somebody just like Lonnie said, and it, it's just great. They're great relationships with somebody who's not um, who's not a part of this, and it, it takes me out of it, you know. Um, and, I, and I, you know, I don't, I don't ever know the specifics of how, how it turned my focus, but um, just those days, like there was a day where they messed with my tires, and then my, my old friend, um, he brought me to get the tires replaced, and we just had the whole day of me talking with him and his friends, and, you know, it was, it was just great. It was like a random thing, uh, got my mind completely off of this, and in those times, the V2K, even though it's running, um, I won't even notice it, you know. What you did? What you did was you broke brain entrainment with the system by engaging in external activities such as conversations and situations with other people, random occurrences. Let me, let me explain. The, the, the R&M supercomputer that you're tied to, that your brain is tied to 24 hours a day, is mapping and monitoring and manipulating all electromagnetic activity of your brain. When you engage in spontaneous and random events and occurrences, that they cannot predict, then it interferes with their neuroprogramming because that supercomputer is constantly trying to predict and influence your choices. They're called reference choices. I'll just make it simple. Your choices during thought composition. And when I say thought composition, what I mean is as you're formulating your thoughts and you're preparing to act, the system kicks into overdrive and begins to inject what's fabricated in falsified uh, memories and subconscious responses to to manipulate you into doing something or saying something, to verify that their technology is working properly. Well, when you do something spontaneous, that's why spontaneity is so important. I said this in other calls. Be spontaneous because they cannot, because they're always trying to decode patterns. They're always trying to build patterns. They're building a cognitive model of your brain. In In order to build a cognitive model of your brain, in order to achieve direct behavioral control over you, They have to predict and influence your choices during thought composition. It's not enough that they can influence. They must predict because if they can't predict, then they can't verify. And if they can't verify, then then their mind control technology fails. The verification process breaks apart and mind control fails. Very important. Ollie, I like to do it with a more spontaneous, you know, actually I live that way. So it it can get me in trouble sometimes. There's something I love to do. I like to prepare to do something and think about doing it and all, and then think, no, I don't think I will. Go do something else. This is around the house. Even when I'm around the house, I can uh, go into the garage and get something ready and open the uh, open the garage maybe or something, and then and then think no and just close it. You know, think because there are um, whoever is on duty, and I don't and Brian, I don't know. I'm not going to get into the technical part of this. Whoever's on duty listening to me um, gets a break when I go to town because somebody else gets on duty at that point. So I think what I can do sometimes, prepare to go to town or prepare not to go to town. and Don't do all prepare. The, and then change. Don't prepare. No, yeah. prepare anyway. Right. 
I'm prepared That's not anyway. spontaneous. Yeah. Don't prepare. Okay. Even no, short, no. even short-term planning. Even short-term planning is not spontaneous. They can predict and, and influence your short-term planning. In fact, this technology is designed to do just that, to modify your short-term memory. We don't okay, anytime you see that. Brian, sometimes you have to. Like this morning, like I, I got up and I needed to go to Walmart, but I had to bring my supplements with me because I didn't want them breaking in and, you know, putting anything in them. So I had to get packed and, and plant. Like you, you just have no way out of it sometimes. Right, right. At that point, what you do is you be spontaneous. On your way to Walmart, you suddenly pull into the gas station. All right. right. The, the, the pattern the pattern they're trying to build is you going to the Walmart. In order to predict and influence your reference choices during thought composition, you formulated your thoughts and you prepare to act and go to Walmart. At that right. point, the super at that point the supercomputer kicked into overdrive and began injecting subconscious responses. You need this at Walmart, and you need to do that at Walmart, and you need to do this at Walmart. Okay. Well, the pattern is for you to go to Walmart, and then their technology is verified. But if on the way to Walmart, you still go to Walmart, but on the way to Walmart, you just you know, temporarily, suddenly, spontaneously just pull into the gas station or the drugstore or the bank, okay, they could not predict that. You just broke the pattern. You just defeated their technology. Brian, okay? all right, that would drive me crazy trying to keep thinking, am I verifying their technology or not? What I do is just be spontaneous, period. That's my life. That's that's the way I've been all my life. So the thing is, I think if you do it naturally, you're not worried about what these jerks are doing. Just do your right. own thing. Turn the turn right. the next corner instead of the first corner. Go around the circle in order to get where you're where you think you might go, and then change your mind and go somewhere else. Life can right. be wonderful as long as you think of it as an adventure rather than a you know a pattern. Forget the pattern. Well, I don't know about, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're getting along okay, but I'm being brutally, brutally tortured. I was in Berlin yesterday. Today I'm in London. Tomorrow I'll be in South America. And they are constantly on top of me everywhere I go, all over the world. Tomorrow I'll be in Spain, in Madrid, and then I'll be, by the end of the night, by, by early morning the next day, I'll be in Ecuador. Okay? I've already booked my ticket. I'm here at Heathrow Airport. They are on top of me 24-7 everywhere I go. They have got me surrounded, okay? So, uh, you know, and I am being – I haven't slept in two and a half days. I slept for just a few minutes on, on, a, on a couch waiting for a plane in the airport, and I haven't slept for two and a half days. So I'm glad that you and others are not being brutally tortured like I am, but I want to tell you, uh, you know, being spontaneous – let me give you the end result of what's going to happen once they map out your brain into a cognitive model. At that point, they will achieve direct behavioral control over you. And if you've ever seen the movie The Exorcist, well, it gets kind of that bad, okay? It's going to get about that bad. It takes time to build a, cogn a cognitive model of a person's brain, okay? But when they do, it's over. If you know Jesus, you're on your way to heaven, but it's over at that point. They own you. They control you totally. The brain is completely controllable, okay? So, you know, if prior to that happening, at that point, you know, you were, you were right with God. You weren't backslidden. And you were, you know, you were trying to, you know, you were born again, saved, you knew Jesus, and you're still going to heaven, okay? But your life at that point is over, okay? So you want to do everything you can to prevent them from being able to map out your brain into a cognitive bottle. And one of the things you do is you be spontaneous every day. 
It breaks the patterns they're trying to build. They don't care about anything else but patterns, pattern recognition, okay? Building, decoding, and identifying and developing coherent patterns of thought. When you're spontaneous, you just destroy all of that. You can actually, you can actually tear it all down. One, a, a day's entire research, you could just rip to pieces by being spontaneous one moment during one day. Okay, so you can, you can really defeat their technology with spontaneity. Is that not working for you? Uh, well, obviously they haven't been able to build a cognitive model of my brain, or I wouldn't be able to, you know, I would, I would, if, if they were able to do that, then I would no longer be able to function, okay, uh, outside of their control. So obviously it's working for me, but I paid a dear, I paid a terrible price. I mean, I have severe nerve damage in my ears when people talk to me like you on the phone. Uh, I, they're constantly slurring their words. I can understand mostly what they're saying because I've been listening to the people speak all my life in English. But, you know, I have severe nerve damage in both ears, documented, diagnosed by doctors. Uh, I have, uh, you know, other problems. You know, I've, I've paid a dear price. Like I said, sleep deprivation. Sleep deprivation is absolutely crucial. Organized talking and sleep deprivation are absolutely crucial for, for trauma-based mind control to be effective. Without organized stalking, there is no way for them in a real-world environment to be able to gauge and measure their neuroprogramming to see if it's effective or not. It just, it's just impossible. Organized stalking is crucial, and so is sleep deprivation because they need to put your brain, they need to, they need to keep your brain in a state of functional disorientation during, during certain periods of the neuroprogramming. And the way they do that is they do it with torture, trauma. They torture you to near incoherency. Uh, or, or they use sleep deprivation, placing you in, in constantly drowsy and lethargic and fatigued uh, state of mind where you can't function. It's called functional disorientation. And at that point, the supercomputer goes to work. So what will happen is you're laying on the couch, and suddenly you'll start to get drowsy. Okay, what the supercomputer is doing is it's using theta waves to push you slowly down into a state of functional disorientation where the neuroprogramming can begin. Brian, can I ask you a question? Like the drowsiness, yeah. um, is that sometimes like you know because they can with remote neural manipulation? It seems like they can give me migraines or they can make me sleepy. Do you think sometimes it's like uh, decreasing blood flow to your head to make you drowsy, or do you think it's just theta frequencies? No, it's like, theta frequencies. Listen, alpha, a, beta, theta. Alpha, beta, delta, theta, gamma. Okay, to, well let's just keep it simple. Alpha, beta, delta, theta. Okay. Okay, so theta, theta state is, is, that, is that state between the conscious and, and the unconscious. Or, excuse me, between the conscious and the subconscious. So what they'll do is they'll push you down, down, down into a state where you're, 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 you're in subconscious dream state, but you're still awake. Okay, so you're starting to, uh, you're starting to, you're so drowsy, you're starting to see images in your, in your mind as your eyes are closed, but you're still awake. Okay, that's, that's, the, that's the state between conscious and subconscious. That's where, the, that's where they hypnotize you. That's where they are able to use the neuroprogramming, okay? Uh, very effective at that stage. Data state is where their technology is most effective. So suddenly you'll be reading a book or you'll be watching television or you'll be listening to the radio, and then suddenly out of nowhere you'll have this split-second bout of just almost passing out of drowsiness. I mean, your, your vision will blur. And then a second later you'll, you'll snap back to alert. Well, what happened was that was a split-second speed-of-light remote neural attack. 
the subcut the supercomputer placed your brain into a state of a split second state of functional disorientation and injected it speed of light with neuroprogramming with two dimensional images with neurolinguistic programming etc okay so yeah sleep deprivation and organized stalking absolutely crucial mm-hmm. that's why it's so I- important to get out of america if you can not to stop the attacks the attacks aren't going to stop but to slow down their ability to build a cognitive model of your brain. Hey, Brian. I kind of wish mm-hmm. I could get you to try Dave CD, and, like, I'm doing Dave CD, the cleansing regimen. I'm toning down my targeting. Like, there's stuff that works. I, like, you say that like, music does work, too, um, you know, and, and, and really, you know, doing things spontaneously, those things work, too. But I, I really, one of these days, i got to get you to listen to that CD. It, it knocks out, like, they were doing that hard thing to me, Brian, where it felt like they were actually squeezing the heart, um, put that CD on for like 30 minutes, um, and it knocked out that remote neural manipulation. Like it knocked them off. Well, like it, uh, okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, that's not going to happen. Okay, it may be able to stop the, the uh, memory attacks, okay? It may be able to stop to disrupt the uh, – it may be able to break brain entrainment, but they can still target you with directed energy. They can still target well, yeah. your internal – but okay, through so, the entrainment, so, they through the entrainment they can affect your autonomic nervous system. Like they can do things right, to your heart, right? Right, right. So that right, exactly the digestive yeah. system, your cardiovascular system, your immune system, etc. They are able to control and manipulate the autonomous regions of the human anatomy by entraining the brain. And by default, once the brain is entrained, they're able to entrain the central nervous system. So they're able to control, manipulate, and damage uh, your your body, uh, and that's part of the training, research, and development. Slow kill, soft kill. Um, you know, fear of death is very, very important to them. You know, if you if you can get over your fear of death, if you know Jesus, if you don't know Jesus, then you need to be afraid, okay? But if you get over your fear of death, then you've just you've just significantly reduced their ability to use the technology against you. Okay, that's why they target people's hearts. My heart, they target my heart. My heart is damaged, okay? Uh, if I just get up and start walking around, my, my heart rate just skyrockets. I didn't have that problem before the directed energy attacks began in 2007 targeting my heart, okay? Um, but the thing is, you know, they could have, they could have, they could, they could blow your heart out. They could have done that to you a long time ago. Notice they didn't. The reason they didn't is they're using what's called fear of death, okay, to keep you in a constant state of paranoia and fear and, uh, uh, trauma. Psycho- they're using physical and psychological trauma to map out the sensory and neural pathways of your brain and central nervous system. That's, what, that's what's happening. So they'll go after your heart. Every, every trauma-based mind control victim has their heart. Their heart is targeted. Right, but I, I just I want you like uh, one day I'm going to get you to try the CD. Um, I'm not going to try it. You don't need to. You don't need to keep mentioning it. I'm just not going to try it. I have no faith in it. I'm not going to try it. Uh, as a matter of fact, matter of the binary beat. Binary beat. Shielding. He doesn't do shielding at all. You can't talk him into doing nothing. Well, see that. Even where it works. Well, Brian is a, is a Christian as your Christian brother because like I really believe in Jesus Christ and God, and they've helped me through this. And as your TI brother also, like, I have to say, like, I mean, they're think God's going to send things in our way that will defeat their technology. All they have is technology. 
I mean, so so careful with binary beats. You have to be very careful with binary beats because because binary beats can actually entrain the brain into a negative pattern, okay, and can actually damage you, okay. If you are being attacked with this technology at the same time you're listening to binary beats, you can actually do significant damage to your brain, okay. People don't know this, okay. Uh, binary beats are good as long as you know that's the one stimuli. You know, once, when you begin listening to binary beats and those binary beats are being affected by another stimuli, it can cause serious problems, serious psychological problems. Okay, uh, so that, I mean, if you if you actually Google it, you'll see binary and just Google the words binary beats are dangerous. You'll see that there are there are uh, significant uh, 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 people who have problems with binary beats because they don't know how to use it and and. and and uh, I just would, I would be very cautious. I would caution everyone with regard to binary beats. You know, if you're not being attacked and you're just using binary beats and they're not manipulating your memory and thought process, then sure, it should work as long as, as the beating pattern is, is, is not negative in nature. And I, I don't know much about, that much about binary beats, but I did, did, did do some research on it. And if but you're I, being manipulated... I don't think his CD is binaural beats or binary beats. It's... Uh... It's like different frequencies at different ranges. It's like cacophonous sounds. Like you, you always say focus on an external stimuli. And what he did is he made a CD with sounds that are so cacophonous that it throws off. Um, like it, it throws off their system. Um, but you know, my you mean it's chaotic. Is, you mean it's chaotic. Yeah, um, chaotic. Exactly. Well, here's the problem. Here's the problem. If it's a CD in a normal CD player then yeah, okay? But if you're putting that CD into your computer or you're put, putting that CD into your, to your stereo, um, they can monitor that, okay? Because it's in digital format, okay? But if you just have an old, you know, CD player and you stick the CD in, you know, like some, you know, one of those old RCA, you know, portable CD players, then that should be all right. But if, you're able, if, you, if you place that CD into your computer or you, you uh, place it into your stereo, What's happening is the, the, the system is com, con, con, converting the, 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 the digital uh, format into sound, and they're able to monitor that, okay? Just like they're able to tell you the songs that come on the radio before they come on. It's all in digital yes. format. That's what they're yes, able to very do cool. When I listen to the CD, like my B2K, at specific points, a specific sound, uh, there will be like a, a voice induction at, at one specific part of the CD. So they have mapped the CD. Um, and they can yeah. use specific sounds, but it, it still knocks off some of their other stuff. So it's like it doesn't fix everything, uh, but their entrainment, it really breaks the entrainment. I, I just – I'd ask pray about that if, because I really, really want you to listen to the CD and just tell – like add it to your repertoire, and it could teach you more about like maybe, you know, what you know about it, and then after the CD – you could you could let people know, hey, this this works or it doesn't work. You know. It's true. It's true. If you were to take a fan, if you were to take just a, a regular fan, okay, and then place, um, what do they call those? What do they call those things that jingle in the wind? I can't remember. Wind chimes. Okay. Wind chimes. And you were to place wind chimes above your bed, okay, and then you were to take that fan and aim it at the wind chimes, then that would create a chaotic stimuli they could not be able to map out. In other words, it would break brain entrainment with their system. It would be chaotic in nature. Okay? There would be no way for them to be able to, to convert that into digital format. It's like a dog, a dog licking you on the face. 
They simply cannot replicate that, okay? Or taking yeah. ice and, and running it across your face. There's no way for them to replicate that that uh, uh, sensation, okay? A lot of times people are deceived and manipulated because they think, you know, my skin's burning or I mean, this is happening to me. Your skin's not burning, but the sensation transferred to your cerebral cortex is just as real. Yeah. But they, they, make, know, they can make they, me smell certain things, and yeah, yeah, totally. But if you were to take wind chimes or you know something like that, chaotic in nature, like turn on the water in the bathroom, okay, and then uh, uh, you know add some additional stimuli to that, you know, like uh, you know turn on several faucets at one time and run them, uh, uh, you know, the, the sound of the water. It's not something that they would be able to replicate. They would never be able to, to replicate that in a digital format because it's chaotic in nature. Very, very, it would be very effective. Uh, you know, what, what you need to understand is they are targeting you when you're asleep. Most of the damage that's happening to you is happening in your sleep. And if you could create some type of chaotic stimuli you know, while you're sleeping, such as you know, listening, you know, listening to music, uh, you know, whatever, it, then but you would be able the to... Seat, Brian, that's the CD. I turn it on when I go to sleep, and I can I can sleep with it because it's kind of a, a brown noise, uh, you uh-huh. know, kind of uh, chaotic sound, but it you know I can sleep through it, and I feel right. so much better when I wake up. Um, right, you know, it, you're disrupting their technology, but yeah. also what I'm telling you to do is, in addition to doing that, turn on the water, set up set some wind chimes, you know, next to your fan, okay, create something chaotic in nature. In addition to, you know, you, you, in other words, you know, um, you know there, 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 there are mechanical things that you can do that they cannot convert into digital format, even with, with, with regard to security, for example. You know, uh, those exploding die packs that they, they place in, uh, you know, the bank has that they place in the bag when the bank robber comes in to steal the money. Well, you just place those exploding die caps, you know, at the door, at, at every entrance of your house. There's no way for them to get in. They can't defeat that. You know, mm-hmm. I like the I like the wind chime idea, but but I want to tell you one more thing. You know, I'm not doing as well as you think I am, not here in this world. But I I want to tell you one thing that I do enjoy doing, and I know you're on you're on the YouTube and uh, a lot. So there's um there's a website actually, it's called Behold Israel. I thoroughly enjoyed all the YouTube videos that you or uh, pictures you gave us from Israel. That was lovely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Israel was awesome. Yeah. Israel no. was incredible. Yeah. Um, it was, I would love to one day. That was one place. And I will be there one day. But I'd like to go there in this life. But what I wanted to tell you is listen to this guy. He's he's a young Israeli who um, grew up in foster homes. And uh, he, he's a Christian and he's a wonderful evangelist. I was hoping you'd run into somebody like that. He's all over the place. But it's called Behold Israel. And I have found that one thing that I started doing in the beginning of all of this is to begin to study, actually study the Bible, and I concentrate a lot on prophecy. And if you do that, you focus on him. I mean, that focus is way beyond what's going on in this world. You know, well, what so, you're doing, actually, what you're doing is you're de-patterning the satanic ritual abuse. Oh, right. uh, don't, don't give me that. I, I, when you start talking analytically... It just goes one in in one ear and out the other. But I'm, I'm not trying. talking analytics. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to tell you that everything you're doing to you is based on three things: neuroscience, oh. psychology, culture, I don't care what they're doing. Don't you understand? I don't care 
to analyze what they're doing. What they're doing is what they're doing. What I'm doing is concentrating, focusing on my Lord, focusing on mm-hmm. living the life he wants me to live. He's, he wants me in this mess for some reason. And I, I guess the call, whatever witnessing I can do, I have to do right now because I may be gone tomorrow. He's done damage to I mean, he's left him do damage to me uh, that I don't care about talking about on, on the call. But I, right. I want you to know, it's so, I'm telling you personally, right now, you concentrate on eternity, the future, where we, it, this is temporary stuff. And if you, if yeah. you can do that, I think that would help you a lot too. And I got to get off to that. I got to go finish my dishes. Okay. God okay. bless you. Right. And thank you God bless you. Pray for me. Pray for me. Okay. Listen, I'm what she's talking about is very important. What she's talking about is called what she what she, I, I listen to David Wilkerson every day, Pastor David Wilkerson. He's dead and gone, but his he has hundreds of, of YouTube videos on on the on the internet. YouTube, uh, what it's doing is actually it's it's defeating their technology in a big way. Satanic ritual abuse is absolutely crucial for their technology to work properly. Without it, trauma based mind control cannot exist. Okay, so. You know, neuroscience, psychology, satanic ritual abuse, that's everything they're doing to you. That's, that's trauma-based mind control. But if you're able to de-pattern the satanic ritual abuse, then you're able to defeat their technology. And what she's talking about, and, and what I, I do is I listen to David Wilkerson a lot, um, is you know, I'm, I'm de-patterning the satanic ritual abuse, listening to Christian music, listening to Christian sermons, and they have to attack me, and they do every single time. They'll, I'll suddenly get drowsy every time I start watching David Wilkerson. The supercomputer is programmed to attack with hypergame theory algorithms to counter the cognitive, the cognitive effect of that external interference caused by the Christian content from defeating, from depatterning their satanic ritual abuse. So what you do is you defeat their technology. There's so many ways to defeat their technology. It's just, it's just incredible. I mean, yeah. you know, listening to PC music, uh, you know, the, 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 the shift change between the clones, the, these are fatal flaws in their technology. The, the fact that they must capture your attention at regular intervals, uh, all these are fatal flaws in their technology. Okay, uh, and um, you know, so one one of the things that you can do is is is, there, is their technology is very fragile, and you can depattern the satanic ritual abuse and defeat mind trauma based mind control. They can still kill you, but you know they can still torture you, but they cannot achieve. They cannot force you to disassociate from reality because. You are depatterning the satanic ritual abuse with, with with Jesus, with Christian content. Very important. Yeah, Brian, what I'll do, um, like when I'm feeling really bad, and I haven't been lately because I'm telling you, I've you know the cleansing regimen. You know, I do use Q-Wave thinners and and uh, Altera Whole House plugs, some some electronic defensive and passive defensive. But when they really get me down, I watch uh, Passion of the Christ. Um, sometimes I'll just watch it over and over again. Um, and I just, I, I just really focus in on it, and they, like, hate that. They hate it because that's, you know, it's the, it's the easiest form of worship for me when I can't focus on reading the Bible or, or like, praying because they, they've hurt me that bad. I'll just, like, watch that movie and just, you know, it evokes so much emotion in me, um, and, and that's kind of the way I'll break and trim. Or I'll watch Joel Osteen. I love Joel Osteen a lot. Um, well, what you're, what you're doing is you're... You're depatterning the satanic ritual abuse, whether you realize it or not. Each night there are horrific videos, horrific uh, uh, two-dimensional images that they're that they're flashing through your mind. 
Okay, one, one, one morning I woke up, and um, I kept my eyes closed, and I, I, trained, I had trained myself to do that. And I could, for about 15 seconds, I could see the, the, the horror videos and what they were doing. And what was happening was I, there was this giant disk of light like the sun. It, was just, it looked just like the sun. And it was being slowly eclipsed by a giant disk of darkness, just blackest darkness. So the sun, the light, was being eclipsed by darkness. And then what they were saying with the chatterbox, this, this neurolinguistic programming, while the eclipse was happening, they were saying over and over, the supercomputer was saying, Jesus is darkness. Jesus is darkness. What they were trying to do is they were trying to subdue my faith. They're trying, so they'll go after your faith. They'll try to subdue it to prevent you from depatterning the satanic ritual abuse. They, they always target – when they target your faith, it's for one of two reasons. It's to, it's to determine what you can maintain as truth, and secondly, it's to either radicalize or subdue your faith. It doesn't matter to them what your faith is, Hinduism, Buddhism, Islam, those other false gods, or, or Jesus Christ and Christianity. They're one true God. Okay, it doesn't matter to them. They don't believe in God. Now, they're not Christian. Okay, what matters to them is that they're able to radicalize or subdue, okay, and they're able to, to determine what you, what you and what you cannot maintain as truth. And that's very important for them. So everybody that's targeted with this technology, if they, they, they identify your belief system and then they go after it. They, they've tried to do that. Like they, they've done the inner voice thing where they've said, where's your God now? Uh, but most of the time, like I'll, when I'm really feeling bad, I'll pray to our Father. They'll repeat it. Like, on the V2K, they'll repeat it. And then, like, lately through the last couple of years, they don't really touch my – they'll repeat to Our Father, but it's like they don't really try to say your your God's not there anymore. So I kind of I kind of let them know. I was like, my grandfather on his deathbed, he had horrible lymphoma, and, and he said, even though he slay me, I will trust in him always. And so they kind of realized that I'm not going to stop believing. So when it when they try and do stuff like that, it makes them look bad, I think. Like, it makes them look bad well, to the other hive mind members or group or whatever you want to call them. No, 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 no. They, they're, they're all evil, okay? These, are, these hive mind members, these hive mind teams that are dedicated to you every eight hours with some degree of overlap, okay, so every eight hours. They, they have lives. They go home, okay? They have families. They have mortgages, okay? They're, they're, these are people who have – these are people who are – they weren't just, you know, randomly selected. They were groomed and conditioned. Okay, to be where they are. Okay, so they were watched closely before they were selected for this for this technology. Uh, these are these hive mind teams are comprised of people who are, are scientists, uh, psychologists, uh, uh, psychiatrists, uh, neuroscientists, behavioral scientists, so forth. They have no. Are you sure they all have qualifications like that? These like, people who are involved, yes, the people. The, now I'm talking about the hive mind teams. There are other personnel involved. Okay, yeah. that involved in your surveillance. Okay, I'm not talking about that. But you're, talk, you're talking about people microwaving us, remote neural monitoring us, with, that are actually, you know, have the stream of energy. They come in and, you know, they work with the, um, with the automated V2K, with automated remote neural uh, manipulation, stuff like that. That's what right. you're talking about. Yeah, you. right. So, so, so you're dealing with two – you have two enemies that are attacking. You have a supercomputer, very – very sophisticated supercomputer. It's actually a conscious computer with a will, intellect, and emotion of its own. It's doing most of the attacks. Okay, and then you have what are called hive mind teams that are involved. All right, They're, they they'll manually inject um, at, at times, um, uh, if, particularly if they can't make sense of what they see. 
you know, either you know, based upon, you know, either uh, their inability to make sense of what they see or their malintent, they will inject, okay? Uh, but my, mostly this, what's happening is you're being attacked by a supercomputer, okay? And its supercomputer locks on to whatever causes the most pain and suffering. So, you know, if, if for you, you know, uh, you know, attacking, your, 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 attacking you with torture and, and psychological and physical violence in a certain way, it determines what it is that, that causes you the most pain and suffering, and it locks on to that, okay? So it's different. That's why it's different for, for so many people. But you can defeat the, their, their technology by simply by doing that, creating chaotic noise that cannot be measured, like turning on the water, uh, wind chimes above your bed, you know, or next to your windowsill or whatever, you know, uh, something that it would be impossible for them to measure. But what you would be doing is you would be constantly, those wind chimes would constantly, the noise that they would make, the, the noise the water would make, that white noise, okay, it would create um, variables which could not be measured, which would break brain entrainment. So you constantly would be breaking brain entrainment, and it would be something that you wouldn't have to actively do. It would be passive. In other words, you wouldn't have to do anything, okay, except just sit there and listen to it. So, um, you know, they can, a lot of times they can monitor the music and they can, they, can, they can determine the cognitive effect of the music because it's converted into digital format. But there are things that you can do to prevent them from ever being able to be able to, to, uh, to map out what you're listening to in a digital format. And that's simply creating some type of chaotic, uh, random and chaotic noise. It's called white noise. Very effective. Yeah, brown noise too. Uh, white, pink, I found brown noise is, is more effective than white noise. Um, there's like, you can get 10-hour versions of it on YouTube, and it just sounds like uh, kind of static or a uh, crashing wave that uh, that never stops. Brown noise is, is super effective. I do that. I listen to, I listen to the, the thunderstorms and the nature sounds on YouTube. But the problem is the supercomputer is also monitoring that. Your, your computers, all your electronic devices, your smart television, etc., they're all daisy-chained, remotely hijacked by radio frequency waves. So the supercomputer, any type of smart device that you have, whether it's a smartphone or you know, smart TV or computer or whatever, that's all daisy-chained, remotely daisy-chained by way of radio frequency waves. So the supercomputer can monitor what all the content, the cognitive effect of that content. So... You know, what, what it, the supercomputer super cannot do is monitor random and chaotic noise. Mm-hmm. So you, know, you, want, you, want to be able to, you want to be able to create random and chaotic noise like, the, you know, ru- like, uh, uh, like I said, water, you know, or running water. Um, uh, uh, or uh, if you were to fall asleep, for example, next to a waterfall, there'd be no way for them to be able to, to, to replicate that. Okay? You know what to I last night? Tell you what I did last night, Brian. Real quick, I got on uh, my computer and I opened up a bunch of windows in YouTube. One of them I did brown noise. One of them I did Eminem singing. Uh, one of them I did violin music. And I kept opening windows with different um, with different sounds, like with different music and stuff like that. And then just listen to listen to that with headphones. And they were whatever it was doing, it was not good. Like they did not like it, you know. Um, today on the plane, uh, today let me tell you what I did on the plane today. This is a good way to defeat their technology, but it, it, but it's also it can be exhausting. Okay, so they were on both sides of me today on the plane. Okay, um, and uh, these were these were these were clones. I mean, these were these were people who were able to to uh, manipulate my memory and thought process. 
So what I did is as soon as I sat down, I started singing Amazing Grace out loud in my, in my, in my, my internal thoughts out loud. It wasn't singing it out loud, but to myself I was singing it out loud. Okay, and so that began to just – in other words, they weren't able to, they weren't able to break that. The, the, the system wasn't able to break into that. My, my, my mind had become entrained to that song that I was singing, and I just kept singing over and over for a whole hour on the plane from, mm-hmm. uh, from uh, uh, Berlin to uh, London. Uh, I was just constantly singing it. Or excuse me, from, from uh, uh, Warsaw to, uh, to Berlin. I was just constantly singing it, you know? And uh, so, um, you know, and it just drove them crazy. It really did. It really, it really pissed them off. And he would, the guy would shake the – they're using a virtual interface. People don't realize this. He was looking at a computer, okay, at a computer screen, but it was a virtual screen. So, yeah, in front of him he has a newspaper, he's, and it looks like he's reading the newspaper. But actually what he's doing is – it really is just a newspaper. But actually what he's doing is he's looking at a virtual interface. He's using uh, that, the, 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 uh, the, 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 the newspaper, and he's, and, he's, and he's using a virtual interface. And, he's, and, 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 he, and using that virtual interface, he's able to look at that paper and see the virtual interface. He's not looking at the text. He's looking at, a, at, a, at, a, at a, uh, uh, the virtualization of an interface. Okay? It's called the third eye. Okay, so he's actually able to look at a computer screen just by just by holding up a newspaper and looking at it. Okay, so what he was doing is he was trying to make monitor and make sense and manipulate my memory and thought process. But because I kept seeing over and over and over, he was never able to make sense of what he could see on that screen, and he, he wasn't able to revert back to my past activity because I just kept singing the whole whole trip. It drove him crazy. Well, do you, but, but Brian, do you think they have to have that guy on the plane? Because like I got hit in the chest on a plane to West Virginia. Um, they can't just they can't use their remote station wherever it is on the ground, and somehow hit you in the plane and monitor you on the plane. Yes, they, yes, of course, yes. But the thing is, this is not about zapping people with directed energy. This is about mind control. Okay, right. this is about they need to keep you in physical surveillance constantly in order for them to be successful to map out your brain into a cognitive model to reverse engineer your to reverse engineer your will, intellect, and emotion. They must keep you in constant physical surveillance. Okay, so you know, especially when I go on these tours or when I take trips, like in the plane or the bus or whatever, these are based on my own previous choice. These are based on my own choice references. And when, when those scenarios that, that are based on my choice references are very important to them, okay, because they're not situational and conversational scenarios that they manufactured, but were actually uh, 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 situations and conversations that I that were, were based on my own choice references. Remember, this is you know choice reference patterns. Very very important. The choice reference patterns of the victim uh, for their for their for their technology to be effective. You know they need they need to be able to to monitor and manipulate choice reference patterns. So, yeah, I mean, could they zap you? Yes, but that's not, this is not about that. The reason they're using torture on you is to place your brain, is to torture you to near incoherency, to place your brain into a state of functional disorientation, to disrupt your co- the, the continuity of thought of the mind control victim, to erase short-term memory. They use trauma for all of that, okay? It's called depatterning the mind. Based on, but based on, even if they're not traumatizing me continuously, like I've, I've found relief, you know, with the CD, the cleansing regimen, then I have some QA defenders. So they're not just laying on the torture, but they'll still be able to give me a little bit of a high-pitched noise and then be able to inject like a microwave image and just keep doing that over and over. 
it would be a traumatizing image or something like that. But it's right, like right. Mine, mine kind of, uh, if they can't hurt me physically, they'll keep going with the psychological trauma. With the psychological I can listen to you. I can listen to you, and I can tell that you're a legitimate targeted individual, that you're not a perp. Okay, I can, there's a lady, there was a lady coming on here uh, that came on, and she was, I could tell she was a perp right away because she would try to say that, you know, these things were happening to her, but she wasn't exhibiting the symptoms like data state, you know. She wasn't exhibiting any of those symptoms, so I could tell right away she was, she was a perp, okay. But I can listen to you, and I can tell you're legitimate, okay. Why do you think, why do you think that they're constantly injecting those images while you're listening to music? Those horrific uh, images. They're trying to get my focus. They're trying to get my focus. They're trying to. What, what I what, what what I notice a lot, and you talked about this, and I've heard Robert Duncan talk about it. There's like seven levers of emotion in the brain, and vectors. I'll yeah. seven vectors. You said vectors. Yeah. Um. And and what'll happen no, to me? Seven, seven known. Seven known vectors. Yeah. Yeah, and what what will happen to me is, like, I'll be trying to relax my brain. I'll be like, okay, just forget about them. I'm going to relax my brain. An image will pop up that's disturbing. Uh, It's, it's like, connected to that emotional trigger. Um, And so that's what they've kind of got me hooked on. Um, If I try you know what I'm saying? Let me me explain what they're doing. Those are visual entrainments. Keeping your brain entrained to the system. Okay, and of course, it's done to to program your brain to sensitize you to like for example, there'll be faces staring back at you that's to to sensitize you to 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 uh to the uh, to the stimuli the situational and conversational scenarios that they're going to use against you, so they'll have their perps their organized stalkers go up and start staring at you you know and, and, and an ordinary person will be able to just walk away and say jerk you know but you your brain has been has been your the neuroprogramming has caused this to be very traumatic for you because because of the neuroprogramming of the constant two dimensional images of faces you know staring back at you these these faces with deranged and enraged expressions on their faces people staring back at you okay well those are called visual entrainments they're keeping your brain entrained to the system okay subliminally they're doing the same thing uh, verbal entrainments and visual entrainments okay but but that's not what I was talking about when I was talking about earlier while they're injecting these images while you're listening to music or reading a book or whatever, or whatever when you're you know, thinking about something. Okay? What they're doing is called, it's called censorship. They're seeking to, to restrict you from, from doing anything that interferes with their technology. So you start thinking about something, and that's not what the supercomputer wants you to think about. Suddenly it'll use trauma to disrupt your continuity of thought to redirect you to what it wants you to think about. Okay, same when you're listening to music and it starts injecting with two-dimensional images. What it's attempting to do is it's attempting to prevent the music from breaking brain entrainment with the system. It's called censorship, okay? Everything they're doing is it's based on three things, censorship, memory management, and direct behavioral control. That's everything they're doing to you, okay? Well, censorship is just the use of trauma or pain or some other type of stimuli uh, in order to force you, to restrict you at will, to prevent you from engaging whatever activity interferes with their neuroprogramming. So they're going to keep injecting at regular intervals with these faces, not to stop you from listening to the music, but to stop the music from shifting your focus of attention away long enough that it breaks brain entrainment with their system. It's called censorship. They're forcing you into an abusive pattern of thought where you're no longer able to focus on the music, and the music is no longer able to become the dominant external stimulus because of these constant... uh, 
uh, memory management injections of two-dimensional images, et cetera. You understand? Yeah, yeah. They'll they'll actually do that. You know how you said you, you keep singing that song over and over again? Like, I love music, too. They will sometimes um, inject, um, like, a song that I'll be singing yep. in my voice, yep. but it's not me. <laughs> they want to right. entrench me with that song, and I'll pull yes. out of it. Like, I'll have to pull out of it because it's a song that I like, and I always do that. So it's like they found out that I like to do that, and then they start, you know, injecting a, a song, like even sometimes religious songs, like even, um, yep. you know, yep. Christian music. And I'll have to pull out because it's not, it's not my, I'm not doing it. And I, I, Let I me, feel like that's an entrainment, you know. Yeah, that, that's, they do the same thing to me. I can tell you're legitimate. I can tell you're a real target individual, okay? Just listening to you, I can tell, Okay. And I can often tell people who are not, who are perps on these calls, just by listening to them, okay? Let me tell you what's happening. They do the same thing to me, okay? What, what the system is doing is it's attempting to drive your memory and thought process by force, okay? So it's using these, these previous memory references. What, 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 what are those songs that you listen to? Those are memory references. Those are your own memories, okay? Remember I said the system is using your memories against you? Okay, so you, you, your, your favorite song, it, it'll start injecting you know, certain lyrics, of that song over and over again, forcing you to think about that in order to prevent whatever you're doing from breaking brain entrainment with the system. Suppose you're driving around town or, you know, you're listening to music and driving around town or you're reading a book or whatever, okay? Well, they'll start injecting with the lyrics of a song that you listen to. That's a memory reference. They're using your own memories against you. That's a supercomputer, okay, to prevent what, it, what you're doing from breaking brain entrainment with their system. Their system is dependent upon brain entrainment not being broken, okay? And so, so it, basically, this is, what, this is how it works. I'm going to explain to you real quickly how it works. This RNM supercomputer, this RNM system, is designed to randomly capture, uh, uh, excuse me, it's, it's designed to remotely capture random bits of your senses, whatever you're thinking about, okay? And when it, once, it captures the, once it remotely captures those random bits of whatever you're thinking about, then it begins to fabricate stories, images, stories, okay, based upon what it is you're thinking in order to uh, – uh, which, which the system will inject. It's called thought-triggered attacks. The system basically is, is locking on to your emotional state, and it's reading all of, your, all of your thoughts in real time. So you start thinking about something, like what, you know. And this, this will happen even when you're not doing anything you know, that, that interferes with their technology. They just want to drive your memory and thought process by force. So they'll keep injecting the same memory over and over again. And they often do this with music, okay, because music is so powerful. So they'll use the, the previous memory reference of a song, and they'll play certain lyrics over and over again in your mind, okay, to drive by force your memory and thought process. What the system is doing is it's randomly captured, it randomly captured whatever you were thinking about earlier, and it's injecting that memory back into your system. And then at regular intervals, it keeps driving your memory and thought process. So the system is, these are, this is what called, these are what are, are called thought-triggered attacks. This RNM supercomputer is designed to randomly, to remotely capture random bits of whatever you're thinking about and then to fabricate stories or images based upon what you're thinking injected back into the subconscious of your subconscious at speed of light in order to harass and interrogate you with no other intention with no other intention than to distract and torture you into submission to the system's influence. You understand? Right. Distract, 
the big picture, like what are what are they trying to get out of that? They're they're trying to just back engineer emotions and memories. Reverse engineer your will, intellect, and emotion. That's that's everything they're doing to you. Okay, they're, they're trying to. They're, um, that's what this is about. That's what all the I should say. That's what all the training, research, and development is about. Okay, reverse engineering your will, intellect, and emotion. Okay. Uh, training, research, and development. Okay, but but in order in order to what what the system is doing is the system. You're actually you're, you're generally you know uh, you're you're thinking about something, right? and it doesn't want you to think about that. So it will force you into an abusive pattern of thought. That's called censorship. It's censoring your your ability to think about whatever you were thinking about. Okay, and it's forcing you to think about what it wants you to think about to keep your brain and trained to the system. Very important. Right. Yeah, that, I mean that that totally makes sense because they'll they'll make me think of uncomfortable things or whatever, and then keep microwaving them back so I can't, you know, so I can't go on my own path of thought. Um, constantly. The way, doing you that. the way you defeat that, Kyle, is you is you listen to music. Very effective. If you, if they start driving your memory and thought process by constantly injecting the previous lyrics of a song, just turn on another song and start listening to it, and you'll immediately break brain entrainment. Music is so powerful. It just mm-hmm. lights up the brain. It, it, I mean, it's like a pinball machine, okay? Your brain, it just lights music, pleasing music, okay, not elevator music. Pleasing music right. just lights up just about every area of your brain. It looks like a, it looks like a pinball machine, okay? And, and they can't make sense of what they see on their screen. They've got all this additional electromagnetic energy inside the neural pathways of your brain, effectively jamming their system. It's jamming the information and injection feedback loop. This bidirectional stream of, uh, of, of electromagnetic low-frequency waves that connects your brain remotely to the, to the system is jammed, okay? Mm-hmm. So, so what you're doing is whenever they do that, they start injecting the previous memories, the lyrics of a song or whatever, just turn on some other music. You'll immediately defeat their technology. See, I do that. I, I feel like I do that a lot. Like I'll break entrainment, but then the, the hive mind team steps in. They step in and they'll do stuff uh, live until they can get me back on track. You see what I'm saying? Again, what is what is that called? What is that called? Um, Remember, everything they're doing is based on three things. What is that called? So that's back on uh, track. memory uh, reference pattern. That's censorship. Okay. And, yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. Now, now them, now them using previous memories, the previous music lyrics of the music that you listen to, your favorite song, and injecting it back into your subconscious constantly. That's memory management, okay? Censorship, memory management, and direct behavioral control. That's everything they're doing to you, okay? So sometimes they'll combine the two. They'll use memory management to drive your memory and thought process to prevent, to force you into an abusive pattern of thought to prevent you from engaging in whatever it is you're, you're doing that breaks brain entrainment with their system, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's censorship and memory management. But all, oftentimes, it'll be just one or the other. They'll use trauma or drowsiness that's, you know, to stop you, that's censorship, or they'll, you know, they'll use previous memories uh, of yours injected back into your subconscious at regular intervals. That's memory management, uh, you know. Uh, but that's everything they're doing to you. Mm-hmm. I've got a question for you. Um, I've been playing, like, you know, I read comic books. I do things to get my mind off of this. I watch movies. Do you think, and, and lately I've been playing video games a lot, and they don't seem to be stopping me. They don't seem to be that worried about stopping me from playing video games. Do you think, and it, it's kind of, it's like a repetitive thing that I'm doing. Um, do you think that that helps them? 
like me playing video games, do you think that the part of my brain is like lighting up and their remote neural monitoring me and it's like kind of helping them, uh, you know, with remote neural manipulation? Or would a video game kind of get your attention off of them on that external stimuli? What they'll often try to do is they'll try to join you in the video game. If you like, if you get online and you start playing with other people, they'll try to join in immediately. I don't, I don't do the online. I disconnect my yeah. internet um, because they'll mess up the video game even if I'm not playing online. So I don't even yeah. do that anymore. The video game, the video game creates a dominant external stimulus which interferes with their technology. However, because you're using it on a computer or a smart television, okay, mm-hmm. and yeah. because the system connected to that, it's able to monitor that. So it's able to reduce – in other words, for their technology to be effective, they need to minimize all external interference. And so as long as they're able to monitor the content that you're looking at or you're reading or you're listening to, then you know, uh, it doesn't interfere with their technology as much. But if you were to just grab a book off the shelf, if you were to start reading a book on, on your tablet, you know, Kindle, or you were to start reading something online, they can monitor that. But if you just grab a book off the shelf, and you start reading it, they cannot monitor that. You see? Because, well, they can, because, they can monitor, because remote neural monitoring, they can't they see through your eyes? So if I'm, like, reading a comic book, they can't remote see viewing. it. Well, the thing, the thing is, yes, they do use remote viewing, but it takes time for that. They have to build a cognitive model of your brain in order for remote viewing uh, and, and, and you know other, other things to be possible. It's just not possible right away, okay? Um uh, in order uh, to uh, achieve direct behavioral control over you, it takes time to build a cognitive model, okay? Um, but uh, do they use remote viewing on targeted individuals? Yes, they do, okay? When, um, well, well, remote neural monitoring, like uh, uh, actually patching into the optic nerve, and they can see, like, if I'm reading a comic book, they can see what I'm seeing. You see what I'm saying? Um, Not unless what you're doing is breaking brain entrainment. Okay, if you're reading a Bible, and the Bible is, you know, very important to you, and and, and suddenly, you know, what's happening is that, that the text that you're reading, you know, you just pull the book off the shelf, you start reading the Bible. That's why you get drowsy when you start reading a Bible. They're using drowsiness to stop to censor you. They're using drowsiness at regular intervals to prevent the, the textual, uh, the, the Bible text from breaking brain entrainment with their system. So, you know, if you were just reading, you know, you know, something like a newspaper, then yeah, it wouldn't, you know, it really wouldn't. But if you're reading something that really is affecting you emotionally or, you know, cognitively, uh, it, it, and you're like a Bible or something like that, a really good book, um, then, you know, you would be breaking brain entrainment with their system, and they would need to stop that, and that's called censorship, okay? Mm-hmm. So when you read, when you read, if you, when you want to, next time you read your Bible, don't read it online. Just go grab a Bible off the shelf. There's no right, way for them to replicate it. Yeah, I have my, my grandma's old Bible, and I'll read out of that. Um, but, you know, I, yeah, I need to read it more, actually. I, I've been kind of stuck in a pattern, you know. I, I think it's actually helping them. It feels like I'm doing better because of the cleansing regimen. I'm not getting so traumatized and tortured. You know, I'm using the CD at night. I'm not getting the tortured part so much. You know, I'll get hits to the head, uh, hits to the chest or whatever. They'll make me nauseous. But I'm in a pattern of, like, I wake up, I'll send out some CDs or whatever, then I'll play video games, like, pretty much when I'm not doing anything else. 
And I just have a feeling. Don't zone. Just... Don't zone. When you zone yeah. on your activity, this is when the technology work is most effective. Do not zone. Okay? Mm-hmm. Always be, like I told you, be spontaneous. You know, if if you're going to the grocery store, go to the convenience food store instead. Okay? It, you know, if you're going to the bank, go to the ATM instead, and the nearest ATM. If you're going here, go there. If you're going there, go here. You know, be spontaneous. Okay? Don't zone. If you zone, you're doing exactly what they want. Basically, the supercomputer is making sure you're, you know, it, it's achieving direct behavioral control by, by, by keeping you in, in, in a forced sequence of activity or a forced uh, uh, access or access, action or access sequence. Okay, so, you know, for example, to get you to speak about something or to, to engage in a related action for the purpose of verification, that's what it will do, okay? Um, people need to understand that without verification, mind control cannot exist. Yes, they can still target you with directed energy, but they cannot control or read your mind. If they, if you, you can defeat mind control simply by controlling the verification process. Very important. If you'll just go online and you'll and you'll Google my name, Brian Two, and Discovery Channel, you'll see a paper I wrote that explains all of that and how to do it to defeat their technology. Brian Two, I did a Discovery Channel interview back in 2014. And I've used that with other interviews. I was interviewed by the United Nations High Commissioner, by his assistant in, in Brussels at their office, in the United, United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights. And I've been interviewed by La Prince and, and, uh, and other media. But the point is, um, mm-hmm. you know, that paper details everything of what they're doing to you and how they're doing it and how to defeat their technology. If you just, if you just Google my name, Brian Chu, T-E-W, and Discovery Channel, this this lady from from an organization called Peace Paint, she uploaded the letter, and uh, and it's on it's on the internet. Okay, yeah, I mean I watch her YouTube videos. Um, I'm I'm bulking Wolverine. I, I don't know if you see my videos, but that okay. Well, that's, are you on, are you on are you on uh, are you on also uh, on Facebook? Yeah, Kyle Ti. Hold on, just a second. Yeah. I think I'm friends with you. I don't think so. I thought I friended you. I have very, I have very few friends <laughs> on Facebook. I have, uh, I have so anybody that says they're a TI, I just I friend them, um, and I, I don't even care. Cause I, I mean, I know, I realize there's a lot of CoIntelPro out there, but I upload my YouTube videos on Facebook, too, and, you know, I'll hashtag the topics, like hashtag target individual, hashtag organized gang stalking, hashtag electronic harassment, hashtag remote neural monitoring, hashtag uh, voice to skull. And then I'll just so, I'll do it on YouTube and Facebook. I'll put it on, on so are you, what's, what's your Facebook? What's your Facebook name? Um, it's just Kyle, K-Y-L-E. Uh-huh. And then T-I, just Kyle T-I. K Y L E, yeah, I see you. Okay, I got you. Okay, uh, hold on just a second. Uh, uh, I can't send you a friend request for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, okay, hold on, hold on just a second. I'm canceling the request. Now I'm sending you another one. Did you just get a friend request from me? Uh, I'm not like on my phone. I'm I'm like on this call. And then on my computer, I'm in the uh, like I'm on the chat board. So I'll I'll check it. I'll I'll approve it. You know, right after the call. Okay. All right. Well, I sent you a friend request on Facebook. 
Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, definitely, man. I mean, because, you know, a lot of the things you say, um, you know, I know that's true. I, I was kind of thinking about it yesterday or, you know, the day before, and I was thinking why would they back engineer uh, emotion and memory in humans? And, you know, the only thing I could think of, because I was, I was just thinking about it, because I've heard you on a lot of calls recently, and I was like, um, you know, the only reason they'd be doing that is to make better AI. You know? Well, this is not AI. Now, don't don't confuse the two. This is not artificial intelligence. They left. They left artificial intelligence. They moved away from it. Okay, this is artificial life. Okay, that's why. Okay, artificial intelligence is based on mathematical algorithms. Okay, but that's 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 the limitation of artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence AI is limited by by the fact that it's based on these algorithms, these if and then algorithms. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter how many trillion or billion or, or octillion of these if-and-then algorithms you create, these mathematical equations, which AI is based on. It doesn't matter because there's always going to be those scenarios, those situations and conversations where the technology just won't work because people yeah, are too you know, different. Like Siri. Like Siri, you can ask it some things, and it doesn't know the response. It'll, it'll uh, look up like terms on Google, but it won't be able to answer your question. Like a human being. Well, that Siri is, is, is Siri just is not really artificial intelligence, but and and really, you know, uh, Tammy, for example, Tammy would be artificial intelligence, thought and memory interface. But um, even you know, I'm talking about this is way beyond that. Okay, we're way beyond artificial intelligence. This is artificial life. This is remote neural networks with a will, intellect, and emotion of their own. Now, where did they get that will, intellect, and emotion? The reason they're reverse engineering your will, intellect, and emotion is because they're, they're building conscious computers, okay? With, and so they're, they're, they're taking the will, intellect, and emotion of the millions of people that they've been able to reverse engineer, and they're converting those will, that will, intellect, and emotion into algorithms that allow the computer to mimic the will, intellect, and emotion of those victims. So now the, the computer becomes cognis, cognitive, uh, of its surroundings. It begins to have a will, intellect, and emotion. You understand? So um, that's why, training, research, and development. Now, there are other reasons. I mean, uh, cybernetic... Yeah, I mean, they, but it's like they've already hit it. I mean, they've already hit artificial life. They're just trying to just no. compile more data to make it better, right? Right. They're constantly going to be doing that for, 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 I mean, you know, until God comes. You know, the, here's the point. Um mm. Uh, this is weapon. This is a weapon system. This is the weaponization of neuroscience. Okay, um, and, and then the neuroscience is always evolving. You know, and that's what the technology is always evolving. So they're always doing training, research, and development on people. Okay, but this is when you say you know artificial life. I'm not just talking about remote neural networks. I'm talking about real. Uh, let me let me make sure that I phrase this properly. Okay, I'm talking about living, breathing people. Flesh and blood, just like you and me, look just like you and me, like a normal person, but they're not human. Okay, they um, uh, they were created from synthetic genomes. Okay, so in, in other words, uh, what happens is they take an embryo and they remove the human genomes out of the embryo and they replace the human genomes with synthetic genomes, and they're able to create these super soldiers, these super people with uh, you know super abilities. Cyborg, but they're not really cyborg because they're not machine. They're 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 flesh and blood, but they're just not human. But they look human. The point is, when they begin to 
to uh, uh, cohabitate and to uh, uh, breed with real human beings, humanity is destroyed. It's no longer human, but transhuman. Okay, so that's what's happening. And there, you know, there are millions of these people running around now. Okay, it's been going on for quite a while. Okay, and this technology is for them. Okay, this technology is to allow them to achieve what are called interdimensional communications. Uh, remote viewing, like you said, uh, synthetic telepathy, that's interdimensional communication. Those are just examples. But Brian, okay. would, they have, would they have like organs and a brain and, and things that were identical to ours, except they just process? Yes. Yeah, I, I don't agree with your theory about synthetic life being all around us. I, listen, listen, I got, you know, I got the, I got, I was tipped off by, by someone who was an, it was involved in the development of the technology, man. I'm telling you, these people are, what is, are everywhere. What is it, though? Is it, It's like something that like that has a heart, that has organs, but then they just it's a map person. on it's a living, memories breathing person. to the brain? It's a, living, it's a living, breathing individual person. just looks just like you and me, except they have no conscience. Okay? So it's not, it's not like data from Star Trek, but it's more like a clone. It's more like a clone... But how did like it, it would it would just be a human, wouldn't it? I mean, if it had an well, organic brain, human embryo. Would, it's a human embryo, okay. But it's not a clone, okay. Um, that's 20th century technology. This is 20. You're, 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 that's old hat technology, cloning, okay. They do. They still clone, okay. But for other reasons, mm-hmm. okay. I'm talking about this. The, these new cybernetic cre- uh, creations are 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 these are actual human embryos. That they take the embryo and they remove the human genomes out of the DNA. They they remove the, the genomes and they replace the the real genomes with artificial genomes, synthetic genomes, and then so they're able to manufacture these super soldiers. You know, so tall and so and so you know, certain eye color and certain hair color and uh, and have certain attributes. You know, a super superhuman ability of a superhuman t- intelligence. You know. Um, uh, with superhuman strength, you know, super soldiers. These type of people here, you know, just a new breed of, of of individual, but not human. Okay. But is that this is what, okay? So, so what you're what I'm thinking of right now when you say that is you've seen Prometheus, like David from Prometheus, is what I'm thinking. Right. Right. That when you say that, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like, okay, so it's like a cyborg kind of, but what would it be made out of? Would it be made okay. out of matter just like us? Or synthetic organic. You chose the perfect example. Of what I, now, don't focus on David, okay? Now, don't David, no, okay? Focus on the engineer, okay? And focus on the humans, okay? The engineer, in, in, in the movie, okay, the engineer created cybernetic humans. Mm-hmm. He created humans cybernetically, okay? So humans are the creation of the engineer, Okay, so so these DARPA scientists are the engineers. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's the that's the ridiculous theme in the movie, but that's how these that's how these people think. Okay, they think like this. Okay, so so you just chose a perfect example to understand these cybernetic individuals. If you look at the movies of Prometheus, the the first one, okay, and, and you go back and you look at that, then you get an idea of what they're trying to achieve. That movie actually actually is a is is a is a template. To show what they're going to do in the future with these with these cybernetic individuals. Yeah, I've, you know, studied, they, I've studied how that's a philosophy of like um, I guess you, if you call it the Illuminati or oligarchy, um, right? Is, you know they they want to engineer life. They think that we've been engineered, 
you know, by extraterrestrials. Um, but yeah, I mean that. I've, I, I, and it, Christian, and I, I, huh? There, it's an entirely new species of individual. They're just not human. There's nothing human about them. Okay, so, so you need to understand that we would be able to we would be able to see them, wouldn't we? If there's nothing human about, like they don't have brains like ours, organs like yeah, ours, like you and me. They have they have the flesh and blood. They have you know heart, lungs. Remember, this was a this was a human. This was a human embryo. This was a real embryo. Okay, they just removed the, the, the human genomes. If you just go on YouTube. Just go on to YouTube and 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 and, and type in uh, cybernetic individuals and, and and synthetic genomes. You'll see all kinds of videos that explain what I'm telling you. Okay, these people are not coming; they're here. Okay, they're you know working next to you every day. They're you know sitting next to you. They're in the restaurant. They're you know worshiping next to you in church. Uh, except they have no soul. They have no now 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 the uh, the cybernetic uh, creations have have no soul. But their offspring will have a soul. They will have a will, intellect, and emotion. Now, there's a will, intellect, and emotion of the cybernetic creatures. That's artificial. That's that that comes from from the will, intellect, and emotion that they were able to engineer through their environment. But it was not. Understand that your your body, soul, and spirit. Okay. So the the the, the body, soul, and spirit that they have is different. They don't have a spirit. They don't have a conscience. All they have is a body and a soul. Okay, and the will and the and the will, intellect, and emotion is remotely modified. So even the human soul is not 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 uh, genuine. Okay, so they'll be incapable. These these cybernetic people will be incapable of 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 uh, compassion and remorse and grief and regret. These will be foreign love. These will be foreign concepts to them. They'll understand basically. They'll have some you know digital imprint from you know, from what they understand society. To believe those emotions to be, but but all of that comes from the conscience. It's the conscience which drives the the the, uh, the human soul. So so what so so the human body is the five senses: t- sight, touch, taste, hearing, and smell. The human soul is the will, intellect, and emotion. It's the and that's what they're trying to reverse engineer. It's the the, the human spirit is the conscience. Okay, so these no they the conscience is impossible for them to. To to replicate and manipulate because it's not physical; it's metaphysical. It's given to you by God, okay? But these cybernetic species of individuals, they don't have a conscience because they don't have a spirit, and the soul that they have is artificial. Uh, the manipulation of of of, of uh, they're entirely new species of individual. So when they begin to, See, offer, I, uh, it's a, I have I have trouble with that theory. I think that they're sociopaths in society. Like four percent of our society and growing are sociopaths because of environment. Like they don't have feelings like us, and that's the type of people that do stuff like this. But I, how would they even introduce synthetic life into? I mean, they just they do it inside the mothers. Like somebody, I mean, how would they even introduce these people into our society without us knowing? Yeah. Hold on a second. I'm trying to answer your question by looking yeah, up. Uh. Uh. Okay, no, not synthetic telepathy, synthetic genomes. Go to YouTube and type in synthetic genomes, okay? And you'll see, you'll see all, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. There's just hundreds of these videos that explain how, how scientists are, are creating uh, artificial humans from these synthetic genomes. It's all over. I mean, it's there if you look for it, you know. Um, the Synthetic Human Genome Project. 
there's a YouTube video on that. It's about four minutes long. You should you should look at that. It really will help you understand what's happening. So the technology, this mind control technology, is for them, okay? For a new superhuman breed uh, of individual, uh, I should say a, su- a super cybernetic individual, but they're not human, okay? The Bible talks about them in, in the book of Daniel when it talks about the last days, that in the last days in the last kingdom of the Antichrist and the beast, there will be uh, a, a king, there will be a world comprised of ten toes, partially of clay and partially of, of iron, and they will mix, uh, the book of Daniel says, in the seed of men. In the seed of men. Theologians have never been able to reconcile that verse of Scripture because in the Hebrew, it's very specific. It means in the seed of men. But now we know what that means. So this, this, this final kingdom that's going to come will be partially human and it will be partially cybernetic. The only way you can tell a cybernetic individual from a real individual is a DNA test. There's no way for you to just look at a person and say, oh, that person's uh, you know, uh, synthetic genomes or that person's real. No, you'd have to actually do a DNA test. I just don't understand how they would introduce these people into society. Like, I mean, how they would be born, like how they would okay. have ever gotten started. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like how... I'll explain. Okay, so they take the, ge- the, the, the embryo, they remove the human genomes, and they inject the, syn- they, they inject the synthetic genomes. They place the embryo back into the womb of the mother. She carries the child to, to uh, conception. Uh, to, uh, she carries the child to, to birth. Okay? She has the child, and then the child is raised uh, by, by the parents uh, who, who, who re- literally at one time were the real parents before the, the, the synthetic genomes were placed. The, the real genomes of the parents were, were removed. The parents' real genomes were removed, and synthetic genomes were replaced. So now the embryo, okay, this, this embryo is totally uh, a unique, a unique uh, species, of, uh, an entirely new species of individual. But the mother will still have the embryo inside of her. Now what happens is, as these people, as these cybernetic people grow up, they begin to interbreed. They begin, they begin to interbreed. I need to talk with you to Alice. Uh, Brian, give me a minute. Kyle, are you there? Yeah. Uh-huh. I told you what was happening. When I came home, well, tonight they all showed up at dark. There were four or six cars in the parking lot. There's some funny noise going on. I don't know what kind of truck that is. And out of the front of my parking lot, there are two or four cars, and they're all cop cars. And I don't know what they're going to do. I can't get anybody here to answer me. I don't know what to do. Do you know anybody? There are no people here, but I can't get Chaz's number. Um, I don't, they're going to do something crazy. They really are. And tonight's the night, and Jennifer's been going all day long doing something. So what they'll do, I don't know. i got to tell you all. Well, it's, it's happened before, Alice. You know, they've done this to you before. What You know, before, what did you do? You just don't answer the door, right? Well, I know. Yeah. They don't it's care wrong. about that. They don't care about the door. They're thinking they'll they, she screwed up my screen door. I broke that off yesterday, so she's got that out of the way. And um, last time I caught them, they they were unscrewing the screen glass sliding door and taking it off. And started taking off your screen door. The screen door she's already broken. It's just sitting there. Mm-hmm. She broke that yesterday, I guess. 
And um, Friday, we put more nails and boards in the fence, but that's not going to stop them. And they, last time they tried this, I caught them taking screws out of the glass sliding door and taking it off. And what they're trying to do, Alice, Alice, what they're trying to do is they're trying to to provoke you into into fear and paranoia. They're doing it. They're not provoking. They are going to do it. The social worker friend told me, she said, they're going to set your house on fire, tell them that you did it, put you in a mental ward, name themselves guardian, and take your townhouse. That's the scam. Well, I mean, well, that may be true. What I'm trying to tell you is, it's all designed to keep you in a constant state of, of, of emotional uh, fear and well, paranoia. Well, I have all that. I know all that, but I need to do something about it. I need somebody here with me, and I can't get in by local. It's only about well, four you need five. a camera. You need a camera is what you need. You need a camera, okay? They but, don't uh, care, but they got their own lights. They got lights all over the cars. Every time I go to the window, they show the spotlight in the window. They don't care. Alice, who did um, you call last time this what? happened? Who did you call last time? Nobody. I just opened it and started screaming for all my neighbors. I named every neighbor and every one of them in on it. And I just screamed for all my neighbors, and I said, I don't have a fire. These jackasses are putting a ladder up to my second-story window. We're going to climb in. I said, I don't have a fire. You better get out of here. And I called them a few names. They left, and then their friends sprayed black soot and water all over my patio and house and shrubs. Mm-hmm. Is there and any way you back- could? Well, I, I just wouldn't open the door. You know, I, I would just, I would just relax. I'm not opening the door. If they unscrew the door and take it off, they can do that. They put a ladder up to the window and crawl in. They don't have to open a door. Well, then you can sue them. Then you can sue the crap out of them for breaking in your house. You didn't invite them in. No, that's not going to stop them. They want to play the mental ward game, get me, get my townhouse, and I'll have nothing. I know where to live. That's the scam. Well, just stay on the phone with us. Stay stay on the phone with us, um, you know, and and just don't answer the door, you know, like you did last time. So go on to YouTube. Look and look up. Uh, go to YouTube and look up synthetic genomes. Those you don't know anybody that lives close to me. I, I, anybody, somebody can get in touch with Derek. And you get in, I call and call Derek trying to get in touch with Chaz. Chaz lives here. And one time I had his number, but they won't let it work. The two hundred two cell phone. I don't. I don't know Derek's number. I know. Um, I can maybe ask Mike if Mike could maybe get in touch with Derek and let him know. Let him know what's what's going on with you. Who's Mike? You know Mike. Um, you know Mike yeah. from the call. He he doesn't. He and I don't talk. But Margaret lives in Philadelphia. She's a person for me to call. She knows everybody, and I can't. They blocked out her number. It's gone. So two one five three eight five. I don't know the rest of it. Margaret, you know Margaret Philadelphia. She knows a lot of people down here. Do you know her, Kyle? Oh, no. I, I don't turn down the TV. She knows people down here. She knows what's going on. And she knows one woman and one man down here. If she get in touch with them, they might come over here. Well, um, well, Alice, I'm, gonna get, I'm getting somebody to text uh, Derek for you. Mike said that he'll text him. 
because Mike's okay. on the call. Mike's listening to the call, so he's going to text there, and I would just, just stay calm. Does you know, he on the call? Huh? Is Derek on his call now? What time is it there? Not yet. It's uh, 8.20. His call is in about uh, 30 minutes. Well, I called him a few days ago. The closest person to me is is, is uh, Dwight Magnum, and, and I haven't been able to get in touch with him. I don't have his number. Dwight Mangum is a government perpetrator. He's a perp. He's a what? (laughs) I don't know. know. You may be right. Listen, listen, I need need to finish speaking to him about this technology, uh, Alice. Uh, I don't care about your technology. I don't want to be picked up and taken to a mental ward for the night. I need some help. Can we talk every single night about the 100 nights you can talk about that? Like this minute. Kyle. Just tell her to stay on the phone, okay? So we can finish. Yeah, I, I, I'm listening to you, Brian. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it. Up. I'm going to. I'm going to research it because I mean, I, I you Not know, I know a lot. Dude, but everybody on, just, on the phone call. Brian, you everybody, can talk three minutes from now. Okay, everybody on the phone call should look up the words. Go onto YouTube and just type in the words "genomes," and you'll see where this technology is going. We're just the guinea pigs. The technology is for them. So that they can use their brainwaves to manipulate. Alice, Alice, let me finish speaking, okay? Hold on, just let me finish, okay? Just stay on the phone. They can use talk right every here. single night right for two hours. We're right here. We're going to get you some help. Like, we're texting Derek right now. I'm, I'm getting Mike to help out. He's going to text Derek. Um, There's got to be somebody here besides the Tez is here, and Margaret knows him, and um, there's one other person Margaret knows. She's the best person in the whole world. But, I mean, they're setting me up. And um, what well, I know, the social worker told me last week what they were doing. What happened to it? Uh, thank you. This is Sally Ann. Listen, Alice, what you have to do is take pictures. Do you have a camera? Yes. All right. Put a light right in front of your slider doors. So if they come to the door, you'll have light and you can take pictures. Take pictures of them all outside your house. And let them see you taking pictures. You can't take pictures. It's totally dark out there. All I can see is the design of the cars and the brag, you know, with the car. Those cars have lights and whatever that thing is on Does top. Does your of camera it. have a flash on it? No, not a night flash, a distance, no. Down no. the driveway. You know what? If you just take pictures and let the flash go off, they'll see you doing it and they might leave. They've been doing this since November, and they've been doing it for the last seven or eight nights straight. But you need to document it. I gotta get that money up. You need to document it. Okay, Kyle. Well, I'm gonna get off. They didn't didn't show up. I called people. Brian, I'm gonna look it up. Um, and and uh, I'll talk to you later, bud. All right. Take care. All right. You too, Brian.
Okay, Alex, so um, so Mike uh, went ahead and texted Derek, uh, sent him a text message, and we're going to try and get you some help. Do you have house lights? Have Do I have what? Yeah. Do I have what? Do you have lights on your porch, like porch lights? Oh, yeah, they're on, but, you know. Can, they're, they're... You, see, can you just, like, maybe just go by your window like you're not, doing, like you're just kind of walking by to check something and just. Well, I don't look out the window, but I see a street light, and I see the outline of all the black cars, and I see all their lights on top of their cars, and I see people walking around my yard, and um, we don't have that many lights out in the parking lot, but there's a light on the patio and a light on the front door, but they don't care. Last time they just tore down the fence and came in. But are you sure it's uh, firemen and police, or is it just regular cars? Is it just your neighbor's? They maybe have some... No, I know, I know, I know. They're police cars, okay. and there's some funny noise going on. I don't know what kind of car that is. It usually, they usually use a fire truck. Okay, well, just stick with us, and um, we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll wait for Derek's call. Just stay with us on the phone, and we'll try and get some information, um... Maybe somebody there knows in the area can come in and come help you. With Chaz, I don't know if you know, I don't think he knows Chaz, but I do. I Margaret has his number, but I can't get it to work. It's 202. And uh, Dare and he are friends. I don't know if Dare, Dare doesn't have a car, but he may have bought one since I talked to him. And who else? One other woman around here, but I'm not going to talk to her. She's an ex-police woman. And who else is here? Oh, that other woman, she lives way out in the country. She's about 40 miles away. But this has got to stop. And it's going on like I told the city manager woman that I would not be home over the weekend, so they didn't come over the weekend. Now they're back again tonight, and she wants me to go there and take pictures of them, get their license plate. I said, I'm not getting near them. Well, you're not doing anything. I mean, you're just in your house. You're watching TV. It doesn't matter. The setup and the scam. They've already done the setup and the scam and the paperwork. That's what they're doing it for. So well, one I mean, night they. they they can't break into your house, or you can sue them for a lot of money. They so, can. Okay. They were breaking in it before when I caught them at the window. And I said, my house is not on fire. There were eight firemen. I said, what the hell are you doing here? My house is not on fire. And they just were laughing. They were putting a ladder up to my second-story window to climb in. So they left, and the other guy sprayed everything with black soot and water so it would look like it had been on fire. Does anybody else on the call have any kind of advice for Alice or know anybody in her area that, um, that maybe we can get in touch with? You need to photograph everything they do. Oh, I can't. That's not going to do anything tonight. I need somebody here tonight to come in and stay with me or come get me or whatever. I went to motels. I can't keep doing that. It's $70 a night. I can't do that. I can't afford it. 
the scam is to get my house and I'll have nothing left. You can't get just a little cheap camera, Alice. You can't get a little, um, just a little, you know, uh, disposable camera and get some film. My you know. telephone with cameras on it. I don't know if the light would shine or not. I doubt Alice, it. Alice, you have to play the game. This play it out. This is not a it, game. This is a sick order by a sick judge with papers already faked and sick fireman and the woman next door works for the sheriff's department. This isn't a joke. It's their set up in this game. No, take pictures of them. What's that going to do tonight? They've been pouring gas seams in my house. They have blinded me. I have 10% eyesight left at the map. They know what they're doing. If, I, if, they, if they see you taking pictures, they might go away. So you need some evidence for yourself, for your own protection. I have millions of evidence pieces, recordings, witnesses, everything. They don't care. You know what you can maybe do, Alice? For the what? time being, you could get something that looks like a camera and just pretend you're taking pictures and documenting it. You know? I need a person here as a witness. I need somebody to stop them from breaking in. Is there any way, okay, I'm trying to think if you could call, um, maybe call the city police and say, you know. <laughs> I, They're doing it. That's who it is. Have you tried calling uh, the governor's office? I sent nine pages the last time, and I called the secretary and talked with her, and she said, oh, we don't get involved in that. What a bunch of hayseeds. I found an organization here yesterday called Friends of the Elderly, and I couldn't get the guy today. I didn't know they'd show up again. They skipped the weekend, and they're back again. And they've been here every night for five, six, seven, eight, nine nights. But the social worker that the friend said, you better keep your mouth shut, don't write any letters, don't call anybody, don't do anything. She said... She did this for 14 years. She said, I know what they do to people. She knows what they're doing. Can you call her? I did, but I didn't get an answer. Mm. She lives down the beach. She's about eight miles away. I called and called her, but I don't know if she'll get involved. She does something else now. I have a feeling she works for the police department. I don't know what she does now. But she did it for 14 years, and she quit. She said it was awful. She said, I know what they do to people. The reason they put everybody in a mental ward is so they can say you're a mental patient and they get guardianship of your property and you have nothing. If they had a warrant for you, 
to take what? you to the mental ward. If they had a warrant for you to take you to a mental ward, they would just beat down your door. They'd break in. And they wouldn't hide about it. They did it to me. They broke my door in. Of course, I wasn't home, but <laughs> they did it. They just they just broke the door in. Well, they were breaking mine in. I looked out. I've been watching them from 6 to 1 o'clock in the morning. I was getting tired, and I went downstairs. I came back up, and they were... They had taken a piece of the patio fence off and had come in the patio, and they were putting a ladder up to the second floor to climb in the window. When I looked out the window, I said, you rotten son of a bitch, you better get out of here. Eight of them. I said, I don't have a fire. What the hell are you doing here? Jennifer called them, and they were having her do it. They were doing it for and, her. And did, did they leave? Four of them laid down on the ground, tried to hide, and then they walked out the patio, and two more came in, and they started spraying everything with black water and soot. Sprayed all the patio and the shrubs. You need a photo of them doing that. What? You need a photograph of them doing that. That That didn't stop them. They don't care. Hey, Alice. They stayed here from 1 to 7 the next morning, and at 9 o'clock, four black guys showed up and washed all the black soot off. Yeah, you should have had a photograph of them, too. Well, I don't care about a photograph. I got all that. I have a telephone with a camera. That doesn't do that. That doesn't stop them. You need documentation. They're criminals. They don't care what they do. And it's like you, they knocked your door down and took it in there. What'd you do? What did you do? Um, I feel they committed me. They had a warrant. Well, they may have one of those. They could get one. Because the, the report done on me was faked by uh, illegally. The court in Norfolk hires a jerk to write what they want, and that's what they did. And he tried to do that 10 years ago. I remember him. I wrote a lawsuit two years ago to file it against him, to get rid of him and try to get his license taken away from him. And I didn't file it. I forgot about it. I would have done it today. But I can't see. I have to get somebody to read my papers and then take them down to the court and file them. Are you sitting in the back? Am I what? Sitting. Are you in the dark? I can't understand the telephone. Am I in the what? Are you sitting in the dark? No, half and half. I got all the downstairs lights on, and the upstairs lights are half on, half off. Oh, that's good. But when the only thing that stopped them before, that was in November, they were. I had all the lights on. I turned every light on this house. I turned on all the spotlights. I got all the flashlights. I turned them off, and I started screaming for my neighbors. And that's the only thing that stopped them. Yeah, I think if you put a light on them, a flashlight on them, or a floodlight on them, 
Then the neighbors can see what well, they're doing. Big flashlights, and Jennifer stole them all. She came in yesterday. I was gone. She stole the flat out from under my bed and the mattress. She hmm. stole the TV remote the day before. She covered my windows with wax or something so I can't see out. She sprays my windows all the time with some kind of oil. I just got to stop. I mean, I'm, I went to the newspaper. They weren't even printed. They, they were afraid they weren't printed. They get sued so much. Can you play some music? Well, I got the TV on. Do you have a we'll, we'll be here, Alice, until Derek's calling. We can go over there, and um, you know, so we'll just stay with you. I liked your joke about Gandhi on uh, Renata's call. Remember, Gandhi went to the sea, and he said, all this salt and no popcorn? That was a really funny joke. <laughs> well, she does. she does the funniest things, but... I don't want to tell jokes or tell them. I want to get some plans made, and we need a list for each other, and we need to know who lives near us, and we need to protect each other because nobody else is. We will. We're here on the phone. We're going to try and find somebody near you. I just, I mean, is there any way for you to just move away from these people who are poisoning you? No, I have a townhouse I own, and I have a reverse mortgage. I have to stay in it. Mm -hmm. And she rents, and they put her there from the sheriff and from one of the judges, I think. And they do, you know, they do things to everybody. They don't care. And if I sell my reverse mortgage, I, I would have to rent or something, and I'm not doing, I don't rent from people. God, you can't control anything if you rent. They want to get my townhouse, then I would have nowhere to live. That's what they're asking. I was trying to smart them last week. Let me tell y'all something legally. I got all the papers. I have a friend that works in the city manager's office. And she went on the computer and got me all the paperwork for appointing a guardian. I was going to appoint my own guardian so they could not get control of my townhouse. See, if they take you to court or mental ward, they appoint themselves guardian of your property and get it. So I was going to appoint my own, and I found that you have to go to court and you have to have a hearing and they have to approve them and they have to appoint them and all this garbage. I mean, but they don't get a daddy and just give someone else power of attorney. It's an well, easy, it's an easy thing. Never. Not a guardian, power of attorney. No, that's not the same thing. You have to have no, some... No, you don't want a guardian. I do want one that I appoint. I don't want one that they appoint. And I beat them at their own game. Right. If they appoint one, which is what they do, then they just take your property. 
the idea is to get it, and then I have nowhere to live. And I'd be on the street with everybody else. Okay. That's the scam. Can you call her? Can you call your your friend in the um that friend you were talking about? You think she's up? Well, Chaz lives here, but Chaz and Adair, two guys, have been around a long time, and they've gone to work for. I think they've gone to work for. I shouldn't say this, but both of them said we have protection of the police now. So maybe they're working for them. I don't know. Oh. Chaz wouldn't come. He's scared to death of the police, but um, he might know somebody would come, and I can't get his number to answer. It's 202-something on the cell phone. And he knows Adair, and I don't even remember his number. Because Adair wanted to come and be a bodyguard at night, and I was supposed to pay him. And I said, you want a place to live and want me to pay you too? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.